Hey, Feral Audio consumer, did you know Feral Audio's got a new survey? Hey, I am a Feral Audio consumer, even though you're not talking about that, and I didn't know that. I am talking about that. Man, we're on a mission to get to know our listeners a little better, and that means you. So basically, these surveys, they kind of help us get information about what you like, right? I guess so. Your participation in these surveys it, uh, makes a difference for everyone making podcasts at Feral. It's a super easy way to support the shows you love. Um, so we appreciate you helping out. I mean, I'll say I don't, I, I, but that's just me. I don't like the idea of, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't mind the idea of a survey. Right. Please feel free to let someone at Farrell know that you wish I lost weight. I, you can seriously in advance go fuck yourself. Not, I don't think these are the survey questions. Okay. No, no I, I imagine it's more like, who are you? Like, like what if we find out that there's like, you know, a bunch of asexual listeners, you know, and right. that, and that the, they in particular don't have, uh, uh, they don't feel feel like they have a their point of view represented like the great thing about podcasting networks is like it's very low overhead to create a podcast so this survey is a great first step to to, to help us build a better feral audio that that includes like if representation is your jam or it just like your interests you know are you, right uh, are you into football would you never for instance ever buy a football app if it was advertised to you, is that not helpful to you? Right, right. We can we can tailor make connections between audiences and, right. and, and, and the advertising. This survey is going to exactly help out those kinds of issues because we don't know you don't like football. Um, you can find the survey at feralaudio.com slash survey. That's feralaudio.com slash survey. You're helping yourselves. The Feral Audio, the Feral Audio survey. You'll float too. <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by last rampage the new true crime film starring robert patrick heather graham and bruce davison and we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie my name is robert patrick i play gary tyson that's gary tyson with an i in the film last rampage Evil broke loose in 1978, Arizona State Penitentiary. You know, that was interesting. What, what, what it was like playing a real person as opposed to a, a fictional character. It, it was really trying to wrap your head around how this guy could do some of the things that he could do. That was the the things that you were drawn on. Of course, I, I, there was no way you're going to try to do an impersonation of a guy, nor was I going to try to, you know, get as heavy as the guy. Uh, I didn't have enough time to really go that route. But, I, I, you know, I found him really, really interested in trying to live up to the charisma that he had. I fell in love with the folklore of the story. Like, there, there, you know, the, the whole idea that he was a guy that was raised... Uh, during the Great Depression. See, that, from a historical point of view, those kind of stories resonate with me. That yearning for something better, trying to find it, have to steal to get it. How do you deal with that if you're a religious person? You know, how do you run underneath that? How do you justify it? He had a double life sentence that he began to push his wife and his kids to say, God, you know, I'm going to serve one term, and when I die, I'm going to serve another term in hell. Uh, I got to get out of this. And and the the the, the link that he was willing to uh, uh, go to. 
to get his kids to help him get through this and get him out of prison was, it was fascinating to me. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash lastrampagefilm. From Hollywood, California, it is my pleasure and duty to announce that Harmontown is once again in session. Spencer Crittenden to the stage. Spencer. I'm bad. All right, well, let's bring out the mayor of Harmontown, shall we, Mr. Dan Harmon? Thank you. Thank you very much. So you came here from LAX. I came here from LAX. But where were you? I was in Las Vegas. What was going down in Las Vegas? Uh, Chris McKenna's birthday. Oh, shit. Uh, Yeah, played some... I'm an awful, awful gambler, I, I, which is good because that means I won't, I, I never will develop a problem. Like I'm so bad at it that it's never fun. Like uh, I just, I just do that thing that you know where you, you, oh, I've lost three times in a row, so I'll bet six times as much, and then I'll break even. And, like I just keep doing that until a thousand dollars goes, which is five minutes later, and then I go get another thousand dollars, and then the ATM says you can't do that, and I go, okay, I'm done gambling. <laughs> What, what, what's your what's your game? My, I like blackjack the most if I can control myself. As you know, you can like you can sit there like a blackjack. What you should do is just fucking follow the rules, and then you're just drinking for free, sitting at a table with some friends for maybe possibly hours and hours, and you're up and you're down and you're up and you're down. And if you if you say in your head, okay, I'm gonna lose five hundred bucks, maybe let's say. But the thing is, this was the Cosmopolitan Hotel. It was like twenty five dollar minimum tables. Yeah. Like it's just like this twenty five dollars. That's a half of a video game. I've heard from people. <laughs> I've heard from people there that that's not a great place to gamble. Like, nobody has ever said, had a good story of gambling and winning and having fun there. But I have. You have. Yeah. You, you you enjoy the Cosmopolitan? I, I I went and got uh, twenty five dollars on the free card, and I spent it, and I won a hundred. Damn. Right. Well, not not to not to be outdone. I won. I also won twenty five dollars because I got a triple bazinga on the uh, on the Big Bang Theory machine. Three bazingas should be more than twenty five dollars. I don't even watch that show, and I know a bazinga is important. <laughs> Three bazingas and all you got was twenty five. Yeah. What was your coin? Well, I guess the guys that write the slot machine get home by five two. <laughs> now still better. Why were you playing this? You, you were playing it ironically, I assume. Well, I, yeah, I guess I kind of thought it would be hilarious if I hit like a huge jackpot on the on the Big Bang Theory machine. But I also thought it would be funny if I lost a thousand dollars on the. In either case, I was gonna, you know, I knew I was gonna tweet Bill Prady, my friend who runs, who I think is still running it, uh, uh, and you know, I don't know. 
It's fun to have friends that are so much, you know, they're so successful that you can kind of like, you can kind of openly hate them. Like, <laughs> just go like, hey, Big Bang Theory, suck my dick. You, you guys suck. And they're like, they, we don't care. We're snorting diamonds. Like, <laughs> like you, can, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> there is a place, I was in Death Valley over Thanksgiving. There is a gas station slash mini mart, actually quite a sizable establishment. Uh, and it is called Eddie World. And uh, and the logo is a photograph of a child that I am told is the deceased child of the owners the, after which they named the, the Mini Mart. And it's really weird. <laughs> and that's it. That is, <laughs> I spent a lot of time... It is called Death Valley, you know? They're, they're yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, sp I spent a lot of time... I don't know. I was really high, and Cody was laughing, so I started recording it because I didn't want to... <laughs> Because I knew if I tried to do it here, she'd be like, "Why are you doing? Why are you doing jokes about a about a dead kid?" Um, because they're hilarious. But I, w I did like. I'll just. See, I'll see if. Uh, let's see. Because I, I started. I just. I was. I was coming up with jingles, kind of trying. Oh wait. Where you don't have a sandwich in a world where we don't have our sun. Supplies <laughs> and a place where you can come get everything. Come where we don't have everything because we lost the most important thing in our lives. Eddie World. <laughs> Our son can't come back. Just go and get some candy. Any world, our hole will never be quite filled. I think that's it. There's something. It goes on for us seven more minutes. <laughs> That's, you know, and now you're applauding a child's death, and but everybody out there voted for Trump, so I'm sorry. I'm sure Eddie did too, or he would have. He would have. Man, speaking of child death, I was in a, I was driving through a cemetery, and uh, the cemetery had all these weird street names that were all like uh, kind of noble and gra like gravity, like heavy. It was like Noble Spring and like uh, Golden Dawn and stuff. And I found myself on a street that was called Babyland. <laughs> and that's a terrifying realization to have when you're really high in a cemetery driving around. And uh, like right at the head of Babyland was this giant like statue of a baby that was kind of like, yeah, it was clearly, it was like, nope, there's definitely babies buried on this property. And then I left, it was great. Uh, that's uh, Babyland. I think a lot of cemeteries have a Babyland too. I don't think that's unique. No, no. Babyland's a terrible name, though. For, like, <laughs> on the lighter side of child development, uh, uh, my, 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 I guess you'd call him my pseudo nephew because I'm dating his uh, aunt, uh, Ryland. Who you, maybe, you've, if you follow my Instagram, maybe you've seen him, the president of Train Town kid. Um, he's four years old, and he uh, he was he was learning to drive on his grandpa's lap, uh, like in, in Death Valley. Like his, his grandpa was just steering with the hands on the bottom, but he was like thinking he was driving. And uh, and we <laughs> asked him after he finished, after he finally got tired of driving, which was an exhilarating experience for him. He said, "Ryland, how do you feel?" And he said, "I." 
feel like I'm five years old. <laughs> Which was pretty amazing. Because he, he wasn't being glib or ironic. Like, he really, he didn't know how funny that was. He really was like, that's how to express. He's like, in his four-year-old mind, like, being five is, is going to have more energy to it. I guess he's right. I guess it, it's not until you turn, like, 13 that you start dying, right? <laughs> like, you, 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 as soon as you can reach the faucet, like, it's all downhill. <laughs> Yeah, I think I. I'm, well, it's the I, reproductive hormones probably hit your bloodstream and then they start killing your body, right? Because it's like we're like mosquitoes, like 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 nature's saying like, okay, time to make more of you, or what good are you? And also, if you can do that, bye. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, nobody's getting out alive. <laughs> I don't. It's a, I don't. I don't know why you're so quiet. Did you enjoy your Death Valley experience? It looked like you had. You laughed at Eddie's death. <laughs> Yeah, you have you a chuckle a... at your own. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be a bad idea karmically, I think. Uh, yeah, speaking of death, I mean, like I said, everybody out there voted for Trump. And I, like, it, it, it's funny because as a liberal, you're out there like I, I, I like when I got to Death Valley, I was like, I was like, oh, God, this is where I need to come now that Trump got elected. But the place is filled with a bunch of people that are like, oh, this is where I need to be now that Obama got elected. Like, like <laughs> they're just walking around with guns on their hips and, like, they've created their own little world. And, and, and like, 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 everybody's from somewhere else. Nobody, you can't, nothing is born in Death Valley. Um, it, it, they, they, try, they tried with Eddie, and he just, like, like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah the, 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 the name, the, the warning is in the name of the town. You don't do it. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I, did you know it's the hottest place on earth? You would think it's somewhere in Africa or the Middle East or something like, like it's, or the, or the equator. Like, 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 it's the hottest goddamn place on earth, recorded anyway, 135 degrees. And every, every, uh, the hottest day of the year, people gather and watch the temperature needle Melt. passing out from heat stroke. And they all wait to celebrate uh, the, 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 if it gets up to 136 or whatever it is. It doesn't get that hot in Saudi Arabia or like. And I, I would have thought, I would have thought, but, but apparently I, the, they used to think not as, that, that yes, that is the case, but then there was some kind of thermometer recalibration or something like they were using bathroom they were using chinese steel in their thermometers uh, over in the over in uh, saudi arabia chinese steel is the cologne i'm wearing right now any world we've got everything but eddie any <laughs> world if we haven't got it, it's our son. <laughs> Any world, our prices aren't just low, they're misdirected grief. <laughs> Do you have, are, these, are these all written down? What? Are, you, are you riffing these or are these all written down? I saw, I saw, I opened my notepad, I saw a couple of them. <laughs> Uh, I'm terribly sorry if I, by for some reason there's somebody listening that is connected somehow to Eddie and you're being traumatized by this. I, I'm, I'm operating under the assumption that that's not the case and therefore, you know, where you are as a, a figure in a textbook to us, like uh, Abraham Lincoln, whose assassination is no longer tragic. It's hilarious. He got shot in the head. <laughs> Brains flew everywhere. Kennedy slightly less so. And, you know, time goes on. Eddie, from, the, from his picture, looked like it's probably, it probably happened a while ago. And, for, and it could be an urban legend. Like you, when you look at it, you go, "I bet that's." It's, you you kind of like it's, it could be like 
unconfirmable. Anyways. Uh, Can't you ask the owners? Like the... <laughs> I, 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 who's going to do that? I mean, like, I'm not going to do that. Plus, the place is so big, like, the owners aren't even there. I mean, it's like, like, it was like, they had a lot of candy. Uh, I bought a lot of candy. Yeah. Eddie loved candy. Uh, <laughs> oh, Eddie, he loved candy. I said, since, since, we're, since we're there, like, scraping the bottom of, 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 of taste, like, I, I, there, was this, there was this fire in Oakland, this terrible tragedy, this warehouse thing, uh, uh, and did, did anybody see the video? Of that? I mean, some people out here might be connected to people. I know it's, uh, Cody had a friend who lost two friends in that fire. Uh, there, there was a video uh, of a guy who was describing... Like trying to drag his friend out who had broken his ankle, and he was trying to drag his friend out of this inferno. And he, he's explaining to the news cameras, you know, I thought I was like, oh my god, this guy's so brave and vulnerable. Like, how, you know, who, who would want? I mean, because he's describing the experience of trying to save his friend, and then it gets so hot, and his lungs are filling with smoke, and he. He had no choice but to just let let go and just walk away, or run away, or to get out of there. And he couldn't he couldn't drag his friend out. Had to leave him there. Jesus Christ! But and, and but the guy's describing it, and he like <laughs> he describes it, and then he goes like, you know, have, obviously that's making him like tear up and like 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 he's still out there on this. And then he but then he says, and then I went out, and then I watched it all all burn, all my stuff. All my, all my, pre- all my, and he just started talking about all the things that he had in there. Anyways. <laughs> I just thought it was such a weird build. I, like, I, it was like, like he's, the story about the friend, and then, and then he was just like, he's like, my pants are in there. <laughs> I, I know nothing about this. I, I've been in Mexico for almost a week. I, I, I haven't watched any news at all, so. Yeah. 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 How, how are you feeling? We should. We should. We, we might want to take up this regiment. Like. Like. Are, are oh you God. feeling uh, great? I feel great. Man, I feel like a Mexico piece of City shit. is the most goddamn fun city. If, if you haven't been there, really go down to Mexico City and chill out. The people are cool. They're laid back. The food is fucking screaming. They love music. The architecture is wild. There's there's dogs everywhere. There's dogs <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and, and and the thing is, I never once heard a dog bark. No, I heard one dog bark when we were in like. Oh well, yeah, but you know they were barking in Spanish, so you probably didn't recognize it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't they? You know, in in French class, like we always had, you had to learn how all the animals like. Uh, yeah. Vau vau. Yeah, vau vau. <laughs> Le mou. Yeah. Le yeah. But the dogs, there's a park, park in Mexico, like this big park in the, like in the Condesa area. And there's a million dogs. Dog walkers have like 40 dogs on one leader. Like, it's amazing. And all the dogs are just chilled out, having a good time. No one's, they're not jumping and barking and biting and scratching. They're just, just the happiest, most well-socialized dogs in the world. It's really great. And then we went to this one place called uh, So Cheap Chocolate Milk. So, 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 so like chocolate milk. Uh, so Mil. So, 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 I don't know what the fuck. Uh, there's canals. There's fucking wild and there's an island of the dolls. People just took baby dolls and nailed them to trees, and it's the fucking creepiest ass shit. <laughs> so there's just, just a whole island of dolls pit nailed to things, and there's just feral chihuahuas running around everywhere. It's Is it possible that Mexico has affected your reactions to things? Like you're... 
they, you're describing things that should make you upset. Yeah, was, but you're on a boat, you're on these big colorful barges and these canals, and, and then this food like rose up next to you, and there's just a guy selling tamales, and there's a woman selling fruit, and there's enchiladas, and then there's a bunch of bands. There's like a, there's like a thousand bands out there. So we hired a mariachi band that came on board our boat. And we're all just singing along, and it was the god. It was the fucking greatest day of my life. <laughs> all right. Well, what's your favorite TV show right now? What are you watching the most? Uh, probably Westworld. All right. Well, the the finale's tonight. But I, I, I'm I'm back. I, I I'm I don't think I've seen two episodes back, so no spoilers. Yeah. Well. Okay. No spoilers. Don't say your your groans are spoilers. <laughs> Everybody promise. Well, let's not just not talk about Westworld at all tonight. Uh, please welcome our first guest, Ptolemy Slocum. Uh, uh, Slocum from Westworld. Sylvester, the tech guy from Westworld. <laughs> The nerd that you tried to kill, but you can't kill a nerd like Sylvester. That's so easy. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Probably uh, uh, second to the British writer character, the least liked character so far. Like, so I mean, I've noticed. <laughs> I do. I do feel like I'm. I am slightly more uh, palpable than he. I. I shouldn't start with that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, as, at least to my wife. Uh, my wife likes me slightly better than him. What, how did you? And I think th every, every, everybody's. I mean, this is like probably the. This is the show that everybody's watching, at least in LA. Like, uh, and so you're. Like, this is brand new. Like, we had a. We yeah. had. A, we had. We had Grey Worm from Game of Thrones on it. I. I. And and I was on a yacht with Game of Thrones people, and all I can think to ask them is, what does it feel like to be part yeah. of this thing? But the answer is never satisfying. But why don't you take a shot? At it? All right. <laughs> Well, it's a great lead-in. Um, yeah, it is interesting. Um, about six weeks ago, I was standing back where those guys are. I see you by the bathroom because I had to walk past you. Um, and so this is like, you know, six weeks later, my life is about, uh, like, what, 30 yards different, you know? But it's a big 30 yards, and right. it feels... You mean, you, you, by you were standing back there, you mean you were just some regular Joe watching the show? Yeah. And now you're up here with like in the yeah. limelight, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> but also you're on Westworld, <laughs> which is more important. Yeah. <laughs> like like you're you're measuring uh, the uh, uh, what it's like to go from not being on Westworld to being on Westworld by by you're using the yardstick you're using is my shitty show. <laughs> I feel like that's what I, I I thought that was your setup. Um, for like what is how is life different for for you in terms of like being on the show but uh if you want to talk about the experience of shooting that show it was fascinating well i want to talk and that was like two years of fascinating because it took two years to shoot one season right there's a question right there so 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 we have to go back all the way two years ago to what i, I think what what a lot of us would like to hear is like you going from being a guy who has not been cast on westworld to like 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 what's the because there's got to be some little breathtaking banana peel stoplight if, if this had happened differently story about you getting the role, right? I mean, yeah, you're looking at, you're looking at that moment, the fact that I'm even here at all, because we, just as actors, attempt to do that constantly. So this was very normal audition, one audition, no callback, walked into the room. I don't think they had 
even done an audition for this guy, Sylvester. No one understood the script. It was weird comments about like MSRA and like this abdomen. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> they didn't even know how to run the audition. I was in there. I was like, I think when I was reading it, it was like maybe this guy's like has his hands inside someone. Um, and so I don't even think they had ever done one of those, never did a callback, didn't know that much about the show, and I was just trying to get a job. Right. Uh, and what you, was your relationship with the property? Were you, were you a fan of the movie? I knew the movie. I have, I still haven't seen the second. I really want to see the sequel. Future World? Yeah. Any thoughts? Uh, Future World is, is even more 70s than Westworld. Yeah. Like, uh, the 70s had third act problems. Yes. Uh, until until Jaws, at which point all movies uh, stopped having third act problems but began to have the unified third act problem of all ripping off Jaws for, you know, yeah. it's like, like we all learned how to end a movie. Right. Uh, in, but then in, it was in, like a shackle. Like, that was yeah. because it was successful, it's almost everything has to repeat that. Yeah, now there's and such it's a thing. Almost as, a, as bad as like when e that e law was Every movie there. From the, for after Jaws, the, every movie ends with a blown up shark. Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> essentially, I mean, yeah. uh, or, or a safe build, build the shark industry in Hollywood, and those people have jobs. I, um, it, it was because before that, the 70s was like, like, like you know, it, it, you were watching a movie and it was like, like, oh, Gene Hackman might just run off screen and there's a gunshot and a cat meows and you're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, they didn't have any rules like that. I, and Westworld's a great example. I love the uh, setup of Westworld. It starts at that airport, mm -hmm. if you remember. And they, yeah. they, they, it's a really cool setup, very elegant, very efficient. And then starting in like basically the third act, they didn't, they didn't attempt anything. Right. They didn't have any plan. Right. It was just this guy starts running. Right. He never stops. Right. And it's just one long chase scene. It's like, what happened? happen yeah. yeah but it's that they could do that and i actually kind of prefer it i mean i guess because it's like like what yeah how should because the thing that 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 you have to gain from a from an era where nobody really knows how to end a movie is that every once in a while i mean you you're sitting there you you're on the edge of your seat like because you don't know you're in the hands of yeah. a lunatic. Like, right. you're, like I don't know. Like 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 he could just like 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 Easy Rider just ends with fucking yeah. It's just like just like get your motor running. Hey, and then it just like credits. Yeah, even that uh, the the uh, cemetery scene in um, in Easy Rider. Like, should I have gone on this ride with yeah. them? Are, are you are you yeah? Did you break the movie? Yeah, Dennis Hopper. Like, but yeah. the potential that that is waiting for you at the end of this film is pretty exciting. Yeah, and that's because kind of that gone. makes you care about the characters. Because if you were in real life, were running from Yul Brynner, uh, yeah. who was programmed to kill you, or rather programmed to not kill you, and had decided to not be programmed that way anymore. Right. Like if you were having that experience, you should feel unlike the way you feel when you're watching Jaws. You should feel like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Uh, how do I get out of this? Yeah. Can I just play dead? The other other thing about the '70s movies is like. The, I, I watched I watched the Westworld movie in preparation for the series, and then I also watched Logan's Run, and it's like it's amazing how it's amazing how flimsy the yeah. the the evil is, like like how easy it is to take down. In Logan's Run, he comes back from the lack of sanctuary, the computer that runs all of dystopian life asks him, where's sanctuary? He says, there isn't one. It says, bullshit, I'm going to read your mind. And his mind says, there's no sanctuary. And the computer explodes. <laughs> and and with it, and, and, and the shopping mall they live in starts falling apart, and all of the people in pantyhose have to run out, uh, and they see an old man and touch his beard, and it's over. <laughs> 
yeah. But, but because it's like it's it was that easy back then to yeah. to, to foil a, a, a an oligarchic uh, technocratic uh, uh, hydra. Yeah. So uh, so going back to this show. No. Because um, I did realize I might have. Uh, so you did this audition, which it sounds like it was in a casting director's office. Yeah. Uh, and you, and, and you so booked it off of one read. That was one it? read. No callback. No idea about anything. Hired. Fucking done. Just hired. That's the best. Clearly, and I'm used to this. Not not gonna go anywhere or be anything. Uh, that was just my mentality. And it was like, it was basically like four lines in a pilot. And I did know that people were in it, but I didn't, I didn't, I just didn't know what to That's expect. so cool, though. How much of your day when you're on the set for you is spent uh, looking at naked actors in a chair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah. Like, because all, all, they are all, not just the chairs, everyone laying down, unless they have their legs cut off, is a real person. Really? Right? So they're all like fully naked with, with scars. It is a real fascinating emotional cocktail to see an attractive naked person that is gashed open because you're like, want to help them and also aroused by it. It's like very, it's difficult. I, it, this segment brought to you by Eddie World. <laughs> Eddie World, where the customer probably has a child still. <laughs> The other Anywhere thing is that I didn't have my glasses on, and it's real offensive to me how hard it is to tell a male from a female laying down like 10 feet away if your glasses are not on. I was, uh, I was offended by once they like sat up. I was like, no! I think we're <laughs> offended by your uh, adherence to a binary uh, heteronormative... <laughs> Okay. Oh, you want to cash uh, in on that one? All right. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, uh, the, God damn it. The uh, shit. Oh, oh, okay. Come on. Tell the truth. Uh, some, of, some of that shit's from Game of Thrones sets. Like, 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 what, what, I don't know. Like, there's, there was like sets in there where I'm like, come on. That's, or Cody was really the one that pointed it out. She's like, come on. That's a Game of Thrones set. Like, they, they, they're taking like curtains and stuff. And then the heads on the, on the wall. Like, 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 are, 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 there's, oh, there, it does look like that. No. But it's HBO all... wouldn't have those lines. Around. No, that's, that's all in England. Works. I think those sets yeah. are. Um, no, this is all up in um, about 30 minutes north of here, kind of uh, parallel to where um, Six Flags is. But they did. They do have old um, like tanks laying around from other productions and some um, like original Mad Maxi kind of little cars that were like welded on a on one of those like motorcycles, like old stuff. So there is stuff laying around, but all that I don't think they duplicated anything. So do you have viewing parties? No. Are you married? Are you in a relationship? I'm married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To a to to a what gender person? To a wife. Yeah. Uh, I'm married to a wife. A lady wife or a, a lady man wife. wife? It is <laughs> uh, from ten feet away. You don't, no. Um, yeah. Do you know? Did she, you know no, I know. I know who she is. I saw your wife laying on a on a, on a metal slab, and I th I really couldn't tell if she was a dude or not. Is she? Uh, what, is, um, she is she? Is she? Industry? Not gonna react to that. I'm just gonna. I didn't. It didn't it's, it's, pass me by. Like I'm still talking about it's it. Not, it's not the world's best kept secret that your wife likes to lay naked on slabs. That you followed it up with a second one. <laughs> I tried not to react to the first one. She's known as slab lady. So none oh, of those are like son of a bitch. <laughs> There are people, so like sometimes I see. I, th I think I, I go. I, I think that's a real doll or something like in the background. They, yeah. never, they never use like fake. Like they people. did if their their like bodies were cut up, but they were like real. Or people. if they're just like sitting in a chair. No, those are real people. Really? For How the are most they holding part. that still? Uh, well, two things. 
Um, one of them was my uh, a, a dude I grew up with in Lodi, California, this small town. We grew up like three houses down from each other, and our families were like s- like sister families. You know, how, like once a week you have dinner with them. Uh huh. This dude named Craig. <laughs> Comes in at night. Comes at night. Right? And, and touches everyone's they, muscles no. with a special acid. Yes. They, they put the shots under a pillow. Um, he is working on the show, which is crazy because we, uh, we grew up like, next to each other. He was other. one of the naked, like... No, he does, uh, he does post, but what he does is t- he'll take a frame and, and if, if it is like still, but you know, there is somebody that's going through and like stilling right. images because people can't be that right. still. Oh, so easily just like split screen, like, like doing it's little junk It's not split screen, stuff. it'll be like a frame. So if, right. po- if something, if there is like... There, there, you that's know, how he's... often how we would get it to look like Chevy Chase knew all his lines. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, 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 would do, we would do liquid more for like... like, like like, like you see those two shots of him next to Donald Glover, it's like, like yeah. see if there's a clock in the background yeah, it's, 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 of Chevy Slash because that fucking thing's gonna go right now. <laughs> so, so some guy, some, some extra in the background is hot, hot dog keeps changing sizes. <laughs> the candles are all different. Uh, we, we wish him the best. He's in recovery right now. Uh, that, can, can we go back, Tommy? Ptolemy Slocum, first of all, is a fantastic name. Yeah, to, I said, yeah. is it Ptolemy? And you said that's the correct pronunciation, but yeah. it's not the American pronunciation. Yeah, more English would be Ptolemy. Greek would be Ptolemy. They actually pronounce the P, Ptolemy. put the p- p- in there. Yeah. Um, you, were, you said you were born in Kenya. I was born in Kenya. So I was born on the eclipse of the moon, um, which, uh, which is the story I was told, but then I went to an astrologer, and I was born like two days after the eclipse of the moon. Now, who notices when the moon is eclipsed? Ex- well, my parents. What, uh, what eclipse is it? The sun? No, it, the Earth eclipses anything, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. No, no the moon, the moon can, can eclipse the sun, yes, and the Earth can eclipse the, both. Like, yeah. The reason why the, you don't see the moon all the time is because of the shadow of the Earth. What kind of show You're is blowing this? blowing my mind. Uh, okay. um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it was a full eclipse of the moon, which aren't that rare. And then uh, Ptolemy was a Greek astronomer. Claudius Ptolemaeus was a Greek astronomer, lived in um, Egypt, Alexander... Uh, when the Greek Empire owned Egypt, right. and he that, that, proved that, that was the family of the Cleopatra descendant. No, no, the different guy, similar era. Okay. Um, uh, Were your parents? Uh, w- w- why? Why so stoned? Weird? Why were they? Why were they in Kenya? And why did they? Why? Why are they naming you that? And what, what's with them? This. Uh, By the way, I'm a bad interviewer. <laughs> well, you haven't attacked my wife. Um, <laughs> and I've gotten over it. I'm not thinking about it anymore. I don't think I attacked you so much. You attacked. You called her a slab woman. A slab. <laughs> Pretty sure you called I her did, a I slab said, woman. I said people call her slab lady. I never said that at all. <laughs> I, I simply am a journalist, sir. Well, and for my part, I've gotten over it. <laughs> um. Yeah, um, it's an interesting story, and I don't know how far to go into it, but it's dark. Really? Yeah. Your, your parents having you is, dar- is the that story. That story is much darker than I than I knew, and I found out about it recently. Really? Yeah. So, how much time do you want to commit to this thing? Well, we've got other people to to meet. Okay. But um, you know, let's. Uh, you know, uh, I'll try to do the fast version. I w- the, the story that I was told was that uh, he worked for a an American. Co- I should not be telling this story. Um, <laughs> this is not going well already. Uh, 
Uh, so the story I was told as a child growing up was that he was building a fertilizer plant for the Kenyan government. There was an American company building a fertilizer plant for the Kenyan government. It didn't go well, and so we got extradited out of the country, and they're like, the Kenyan government is horrible, and um, they threatened our lives a couple times, and eventually like we escaped and got out. Went to Cincinnati, at which point my parents' um, uh, relationship fell apart, and uh, they because it was so stressful to get out of Kenya. Then in, uh, oh, it's one of those couples that's going to blame the Kenyan government yes. hating them. I'm <laughs> not working it out. Am I, I, I? So I have to tell this difficult story, but also you're going to attack me along the way. Okay, all right, okay. I didn't know. If we do attack anything, we'll just put a wound in its head and strip it naked so that you can derive sexual uh, pleasure that is from like... it. That is literally my nightmare. To like end up, I hope I end up like naked on this show because I, I I've earned it. That was um, my th- that was my Westworld theory. Uh, by the way, was that uh, was that the, the the show was taking place in the year? Sorry to cut you off. No, uh, the show's taking place in the year seven thousand, and all of the robot there's there are no humans left, and yeah, all I've of the that. robots go to Westworld as like a kind of mecca where they can experience a a Buddhistic reincarnation process where you can become like you rise up uh, through. The Rosencrantzes uh, and the Guildensterns to the to the to the Maves to the Anthony Hopkinses to the you know and, and, and then cycle back through that it's just sort of like a it's it, because because they've lost all contact with their human roots and 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 they and and they they go there to just sort of like revive themselves spiritually it's like their wailing wall or their yeah. anyways but so basically you that in on that theory like someone like Mave is actually attending the park that you would eventually see that Maeve was also like a yeah that she'd be in that photo with Anthony Hopkins like when they're starting Westworld or something that she'd be in the background with a lab coat on or something and that you'd be like a bartender and that you'd go oh that's that's pointless what is the deal with with the English guy with the British overacting like screamy guy I didn't I didn't meet him wait wait wait, is is what do you mean is he in a different show Does he know that he's not, and he, that he's also in the same show as everybody else? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, I, uh, I didn't know he was even on. Like, I only read my scenes. Right. I know nothing right. about. They probably the show. shot you out in an hour. Like, all of your scenes are in one room in UTA's basement. Like, yeah. Like, it's it's like like it's just. Uh, no, no, it took the full two years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> technically, I didn't, like, I didn't mean to impugn your no, craft. No, logistically, <laughs> I give you credit. Logistically, same, same it could have happened that same, way. Yeah, know. yeah. I'm uh, thinking about all the time that I wasted uh, because had you been shooting the show, it would have been much more efficient. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, did you? Did you I'm ever? Known did, for my efficiency. Did you ever have to interact? Because I think the most fascinating part of that show is when they're just walking that bison around in that glass room. <laughs> it's the funniest thing that keeps going. <laughs> walking. Showing the showing the bison how to walk around. They've, <laughs> they've mastered post singularity nanotechnological like uh, like life creation. But yeah, you gotta. It's well known. You gotta prime that bison. Like you gotta. <laughs> if, if it doesn't. But I the cool the coolest thing though. Like like is is like the that, that when Maeve was like walking through. No spoilers here if you're listening. Like, like like I don't think. But like like walking through and then there's like. 
like in those rooms, like yeah. the poker poker game guys, yeah. and then they start they all draw guns, and then the technician goes like, "All right, back to one or whatever," and they all pick up their cards. And so I thought that shit was it's a it's it's a cool show. We like it. Um, I do wish it, I do wish there was a slower version. I of wish. That show. Here's my thing. I like, I, I would watch I would watch ten episodes where there is no plot and I, just show us like walk some dude getting off a train and like getting on a horse and riding in one direction and just see what happens. It's Ca- it's called it's called Love Boat meets uh, Downton Abbey meets uh, uh, Deadwood. It's 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 just like there's guest stars and you see it's like you don't have to do the serialized like oh shit this whole park's going crazy yeah. like 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 it is Love Boat I, that's right or Fantasy Island they could just do that just I think go before like before the like, show came out they thought that's what it was going to be like people were like oh so each episode someone new comes right. oh and tattoo they... here comes Bill Gates he's yeah. a philanthropist uh, his fantasy is to be a gunslinger <laughs> boss boss isn't that everybody. <laughs> Uh, yes, Tattoo, but Bill Gates wants to g- sling guns in a way that breaks his heart. I think you're tampering with, with, with magic that you don't understand, but <laughs> That's okay. Apparently, I'm God. Uh, we all learn in season three. There was this show called Fantasy Island uh, that we've talked about with Paul F. Tompkins. Detrain! Detrain! <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh, to train, yeah, yeah. No, but I really, that's what I, that was my fantasy Westworld. I'm not yeah. knocking this one. The no. story is fascinating, but yeah. the, the idea that there was this, there would be an upstairs, downstairs, like Downton Abbey, but yeah. that the, the servants were the gods, the gods lived in the underworld, and they were these polyamorous, asexual, multi, they, they were so fucked up, like, 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 like what you're saying, like they're looking at, that you come to Westworld to fuck and murder in a simulation, and yeah. these people like design the things and f- send them back up, and like how fucked up would they be as right. people, like their culture and stuff? And we and, it turn out a lot like that British guy yeah. on the show. <clears throat> could, could, could there be a character that just comes and like just wants to open up a little mercantile store? Like I, just to say, I, I want to, I want to become a blacksmith. I really want to get into blacksmith. I definitely don't feel I did, like here's I would one, do a lot here's of Here's one thought that I've had that I haven't shared. I probably shouldn't. But I do think there are a couple people probably that would, would go to the park, pay to go to the park, and then try to convince people that were visiting that they are robots. Right. Uh, no, of course. Of course. And, and of have course. sex with people like as almost like a servant just to want to feel what that's like to like go through it. Because people are that fucked up. Of course they are. Go to any Ren fair. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Like like, yeah. like like the people that aren't getting paid that walking around going hello right. governor and you're like your dream is to like like this guy's making making five dollars an hour and he hates doing it you yeah. want to do it for free yeah like like yeah it's, it'd be uh, like a non crying what game. happens if a what happens if a, if a oh the guns the guns that the guests have are they real bullets right they're they're, they're blowing away the robots what's keeping them from I have blo- no idea from from, ac- from accidentally blowing away somebody that's another guest and they just didn't realize well my assumption is that it is uh, it is some kind of charge of some kind and it either what I, I don't know I, some, I, some people get hit and then they fall in and they go owie and 
but and it has something to do with like the further out you go you're like volunteering for the potential for physical abuse but there's still cardinal rules like it can't leave a mark like like maybe uh, that's what i'm hearing alluded to that doesn't seem from the show i'm again i'm just watching as a fan but people get punched like what no, happens yeah. there but i feel like it's like ed harris's character is out there but by the way i know there's this huge there's the, there's these reveals and shit that i'm not talking about but like 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 so i'm not i'm, I'm staring clear of spoilers but saying like it seems like the ed harris character was like going further and further out where yeah. it was like it's they yeah, can, more they and can more punch you in the face yes. so they can knock you unconscious like I, like 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 I, a little I, I, you know uh, you can tell the writers when you go back to work. Like, like I could use a little more clarity on that. No, no I'm kidding. Um, the, 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 they have their thing going. So, 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 okay. So, well, let's, let's. Let, what, 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 Do you want? You, you want me to? Want, well, oh, he's gone. I believe gone. I can fly. And he's gone. I believe and I can touch Eddie. <laughs> Uh, do you want me to? Uh, you want me to tell you the very oh. quick version of the other side of that Kenyan story? Yes, the the Kenyan government side. Yeah, before I was born, my father worked uh, for the CIA. Oh my God! Yeah, uh, turns out my father was the Bernie Madoff of Kenya. Oh no! And I didn't find that out until 2012 when information came out that that plant that he was supposedly had built, uh, the Kenyan government was making payments on it for 30 years to. Um, a Brussels company, a shell company. So the entire thing was a scam. Oh my They God. scammed the entire country. Is it the and only that's thing that would father. make this story good would be if it was in Nigeria. What? what? That, your, that your dad's job was to scam Nigerians. Never mind. All right. Oh, I, uh, yeah, I, now I understand yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. But so, so his job, so, so that so, was so a CIA he, operation. Dad, was we just don't, to, I don't know. We don't know. So when they threatened your lives, they they, they had reason to because they, they exactly. Your dad and there was, are like, and some of this came out with uh, WikiLeaks has. Uh, why am I talking about this? Um, are we all going to learn get, about your dad is, is there from be WikiLeaks? A, is there going to be a drone strike on Herman? No. <laughs> But the, they have the embassy recordings. They have the uh, the t transcripts of like when he had to go to the embassy to try to hide. So they had like Ken Slocum. Is, Why am I saying the name? <laughs> um, uh, but uh, they have those transcripts of like when he was like what the the actual American interaction with this guy who was. So he gave you your name is like a it's like a it's like a spy operation like 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 Ptolemy. Like it's like it's like a it's yeah. Like, there might be the key to the entire my name. <laughs> I might have it in me. Yeah, I think your name is like a password in some vault. Right. First, so, I have to do sexy laser I'm... laser hopscotch, <laughs> and then when I get to the thing, I'm like, "There's a password, Ptolemy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put my like hand on it, yeah. or they realize like it's inside me, some like some kind of Horcrux, and they have to kill me to get it out. Oh my god! Like yeah. your scalp has a maze on it. <laughs> that's that's a sh it's a show, right? You you understand? It's like a fiction. It's uh, a fiction. Yeah, no, I don't think your scalp has a show. Uh, so it's a maze on it. No, I. This is getting a little bit like one of those '70s movies where you don't know how it's gonna end, and I'm slightly concerned. By the way, if that if that if that scalp maze doesn't turn out to come to some use, some right. navigational purpose, I I want some of my HBO money back. <laughs> like if, if he doesn't pull that scalp back out and go like, well, we should be about in the middle. 
Uh, we're right by the eyebrow. The, <laughs> the back, back side of the eyebrow. Um, all right. Well, let's. Uh, speaking of gore and and things human, uh, hu- 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 human and visceral. Uh, uh, your character has to deal in uh, robotic uh, g- blood and guts. Uh, uh, and I, in my genius of booking guests, like I thought to fit like a tumbler and key. It you, is it's you not random. Just asked me to do the show like ten minutes before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. But I then I saw this connection and I'm excited about it. Uh, we have I, I I met this couple. Let's let's bring out uh, 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 Alan and Katrina. Uh, I'll just uh, I won't use their last names. is your game. <laughs> uh, all right, Alan and Katrina, I, I, you guys are EMTs, both of you. Correct. You're a married a- EMT couple. Actually, we're just friends. We're not married. We're roommates. What? Yes. <laughs> Wait, shut up. Wait. Lady World! Here for Alan and Katrina, everybody. Wait. I thought, when did I, how, how many times have you heard me talk to you as if you were husband and wife? Actually, the only, only time was uh, when, we, when we talked in the green room. Before that, it okay. was just Steve, as far as I know. But uh, I was like, okay, well, well, we'll correct him when we get a chance. And Okay, so yeah. whose who's kids did I meet? With? You met my kids. Okay, your kids. You're <laughs> yeah. just friends with Katrina. You're not yeah. married. Did you did, no. th- Those were not her kids. No. All right, fantastic. All right, well, I mean, God, you guys are so boring now. Oh, wow. Uh... <laughs> I thought you were married. No, the marriage had nothing to do with it. I'm just fascinated I could get that wrong somehow. Okay, so anyways, but I met I met you guys and your kids. <laughs> um, you, you guys had we met at Stan Lee's Kamikaze Expo um, in line to meet Stan Lee, which I, I was told was happening because Stan Lee wanted to meet me. <laughs> And you were you had been told was happening because you were a contest winner and got to meet Stanley and both of us experienced the same thing, which is a very confusing um, kind of like awkward like if you had told me this was how it was going to work, I could have opted out like right. like kind of meeting with Stan, with a very beleaguered not beleaguered he wasn't cranky he's just kind of he's Stanley he's got bigger fish to fry he's like he's just kind of like what oh hello oh he's like, still got a pep in his step I mean he's really. As far as what I see him, he's walking around like he's 20 years old. Yeah, I don't know how old he is. 93. Jesus. Yes. He's 93 years old, and he walks around. I mean, we pick up (laughs) patients every day that... they're 30 years old, and I can't walk to the gurney. Well, what happened? I stubbed my toe. Really? That this is what you're going to go with when we get to the hospital? You stubbed your toe? You, need, you don't need to go to the hospital. Yes, I do. Stanley's walking around in 93 like he's, you know, the godfather, and you're, you can't get to the gurney because you stubbed your toe? Yeah. Yeah, so he's doing great, but honestly, yeah, if you guys haven't met him and want to meet him, yeah, soon. <laughs> but maybe he's never stubbed his toe. Maybe Stan that's, Lee is that's only true. 93 because somehow, and then he's going to stub his toe and just shatter like glass. No. <laughs> just sick. Knock um, on wood. <laughs> the, but but anyways, we met him, which was essentially it was like it was like Stan Lee wants to meet you. Well, no, he doesn't. Like like it, it was like, we were brought to the front of an autograph line that that like at a standard convention thing, and then it was like 
like, let me introduce you to, this is Dan Harmon. He has a show called uh, Rick and Marty. Oh, is that on the radio? Like he said something like that. <laughs> I, could, I didn't know if he was doing a bit or not, or if that was like, I don't know if that was like a Stan Lee standard bit or if he, or if he really was like, 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 hey, maybe, I mean, maybe it's on the radio. Um, <laughs> But 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 anyways, we radio, so radio TV shows are what he knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what he grew up on. Like yeah. you 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 guys, so so then you were standing there, and I was like, I w- I was wondering who the hell are these guys? Like I didn't know. I thought maybe you were like you could have been somebody from a CW show or something. I didn't know. I, 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 I was there to do a panel and then and then and then meet and then meet Stanley, and then you guys were there. You were cosplaying. You right. were uh, you were, were your Green Lantern. Or? I was the Flash that day. I was uh. We uh, did a group as the Blue Lanterns, and my character was the Flash uh, that had been recruited by the Blue Lanterns. So um, those, those lanterns. Yeah. <laughs> it was oh, a symbol of hope. You love the, you love the lantern mythology you like that. Uh, I actually do enjoy a lot of the uh, lantern lantern mythology. I think it um, I think it shows the perspective of a lot of people's personalities and how we're all different and how things uh, balance out and keep each other in check. So yeah, because if you're good. a Green Lantern. You're basing it on willpower. Willpower, right? What's and blue again? Hope. Okay. So, so hope, hope versus okay. willpower. See, you you could have willpower and bring that to bear with hope. Couldn't you? Couldn't you hope with will with a strong will? <laughs> yes, I. Or I be think angry you could. with a strong will. But you could have a strong will and still be like, oh, I can't do this. This sucks. I don't want to get out of bed. I work at Walmart. <laughs> was that anywhere? Anywhere? Any sure. It was no. <laughs> anywhere. Anywhere. Oh, anywhere. Yes. Anywhere. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I just. I, here's the thing. I'm a verbal thinker. I don't like the superpower where like I can make a green thing in front of me. Like like like, and then it's like, oh, it's oh no, there's a yellow thing. That's my worst enemy. Like, I, I was like like like, what is the green thing? The green thing is like a. It's like a machine gun. Ah, I made a green machine gun. I, I I like. Oh great, that's clever that you thought of a machine gun. That that. Anyways, I don't want to shit on. I don't want to shit on your hey, shit on your. Hey, no no life. problem. It's fine C- with Katrina. Me, what, Katrina, what were you dressed as? Um, I was debuting uh, Jack Skellington Assassin. So Assassin's Creed Jack Skellington version. <laughs> nice. Wow. And you guys are married, which I thought was so cool. <laughs> Congratulations, uh, congratulations, by the way. Right. I like when you said that you were debuting it. That, 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 was, that was the inaugural like, go at this, at this particular cosplay? It was. I had just finished it the night before. But, yeah, it was where I debuted that new cosplay. Yeah? Did, did, did it get some love? Did you get some good attention for that? It actually did. It, it was a big hit. Mm-hmm. Are you all right, Ptolemy? No. I'm good. Oh, he's, of... he's asleep now. Uh, I, I'm kind of a fan of the lantern situation, but I'm trying to keep my mouth shut. Oh. Well, all right. Oh, I mean, sell shit. me on Green Lantern. Look, why Eric. Uh, it's imagination. Eric Escavel. Here's here. the thing. He's, he sold me on Superman. Like I fucking love Superman now. You know, like, uh, ah. like tell well, me about. Well, so here's your... the thing about Superman. In my opinion, like all of these things came from an aspect of human nature that was then expanded upon as a what if. It's as like the natural in. Uh, incarnation of that thing and one of the things that we have as humans is imagination the imag- like what if I could just imagine something into to will it into place the the colors thing that is a currency that it's using it's a, there's, there's just like differences and there's a lot of card games that are based on that colors or what have you but that the essence of what wouldn't wouldn't it be cool is if I could lift something what if I could lift a million things you know what I mean eh. like, it's just an extension of a human trait and this trait is imagination itself and that is a really cool thing to follow and like it's so fun to like celebrate that as a power 
and a physical Crayola incarnation of that power. But is it, the, is it the idea that the ring gives you more imagination, or is it the, no, ring, the ring can ring, focus your yes. imagination so you need it, to be imaginative to use it right? Because he can just shoot people with green blasts of energy and kill them. And it works. That so is also well. part of his imagination. Whatever it's whatever Also, he could just him. cover also, himself with a green shield that protects him against damage, so he could just do it, that the whole time. Yeah, he, he kind of does. Things and yeah, and DC suffers from this across the board. Which I think is beautiful is that it's all overpowered. Yeah, all of these things are overpowered, and that's why it's difficult for them to like figure out how to make these things human. But it is an amazing. It's it's just an amazing um, currency to play with the idea of yeah. imagination. And well, was, I like what they went with it because he had so much power, the power of imagination, that he eventually just went crazy. Which I think is so interesting. Well, yeah, they're getting into. I, I'm <laughs> right. sure if I read every like Green Lantern, obviously looks it goes all the way. Just don't watch stuff. the movie. I I only know him from the surface. It's just like the guy with the green with the ring and the thing. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, the the. Uh, <laughs> but 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 just make a green Superman. But Spencer Spencer <laughs> Spencer's point is about that I never. And just uh, to be clear, I don't hate Green Lantern. You you brought this on, and then we talked about it, and and then we like. <laughs> I think I it's. Said, what do you think of Green Lantern? But then you you said something that I thought was interesting because I don't think this stuff uh, 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 through enough. But you said D, what you just said. D, DC characters, it's all um, like gods basically. Yeah. There, right. unless you count Batman. But there's they, 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 it's Marvel characters. Are, DC characters are defined by one weakness. They all have like a kryptonite. Yes. And, then, and then Marvel characters are I you know they uh they're all kind of in one sense or another regular joes who have one power but yes. is it like like that that kind of like you know, fucks up their life and you exactly. have to like so you know but if you look at it as like a You're 70s a superhero movie thing. you cannot date Sorry. No, no, it's okay. I, I'm going to stop talking because I'm no, just okay. going to keep talking. Is that, no, 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 come so, on. The, you're you're Ptolemy. I mean, we can't look at it like in the seven in the seventies version, right? So this, there's seventies films and there's films that come after it that that are just like archetypes. But these things came at a time in 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 our world that is much that it's in the past, long time ago. So the idea of extending a human trait to its maximum was brand new and had never happened before. So they weren't perceiving how this would need to be modified in the future. They were, they, for, from a single individual that is a living person to the godlike power that they were given really expanded people's imagination and expanded like their experience of the world around them. There, there was purpose to these things. So it, it was this big thing and they still gave them that weakness, which I think is fascinating. It's, it's an interesting archetype and I don't think it holds up as well or as easily as today. So I'm not arguing one against the other, but these are fascinating. They're, I think they're fascinating like tools for storytelling. And I think people don't quite understand like the lineage of where it came from, even in the same way that people don't like '70s movies now because they're not great. Mm -hmm. But they were really fascinating at the time when there were no rules. Right, but are we yeah. supposed to look at them through that lens? I guess. I guess. We, yeah. When I watch a Woody Allen movie, I'm like, part of my appreciation is. No, 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 he wasn't famous for being Woody Allen yet. This is amazing that he put himself in a movie, even though he's not sexy, and he's like yeah. had decided to cast himself as the romantic lead. Like that's hilarious. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I, I, like, 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 I, I am looking at it through a cultural, yeah, and, like, retro lens. And his level of honesty was way too far. Because if I look at it through a modern lens, and I'm like, I don't like Woody Allen movies anymore. <laughs> I, I just, I just uh, like, I, I, I'm fascinated by the idea that, like. Uh, I fortunately have never had to be in an ambulance uh, with, with EMTs, but I, I like the idea that 
the EMTs that come and get you might also have been cosplaying the night before. Yes. <laughs> well, hey, so yeah. let's, let's get into your vocation because that's what's fascinating. So I just learned in the green room, for instance, EMTs, totally different from paramedics. Not totally different, but different. I always thought it was synonymous. EMTs are alarmingly uh, uh, close to person that got out of high school and wants to work with blood and guts for a living. Yeah, that, that's not basically... To, not to knock your vocation, but actually to praise you because it's a very uh, low-paying job. Go ahead. You take it from here. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, th thank you for saying I'm out of high school. I'm, I'm actually 30 now, so I must look good. Um, beyond that, yeah, it's true. Uh, EMTs are basically a... Um, it's considered a certif cert certificate that you would get in a college uh, set setting, but... Ultimately, our schooling and stuff is about six to nine months, and there's even accelerator programs which you can do it in like two. I don't recommend that to anybody. Okay. Imagine trying to understand all this information in two months, and really, yeah. that's not even. I two don't months. recommend that to the injured. Like, 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 like. But, yeah, we're gonna send, <laughs> we're, that, we're sending the guy out. Right, he's got and that, his GED, and, and he took a weekend intensive. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, exactly what. Um, why I didn't do that because. Uh, in my opinion, if your life is in my hands, the last thing you want to know is I've been practicing this for the past four weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't I, worry. You're gonna be okay. Uh, How do I do this again? <laughs> it's okay. I've been doing this for every weekend for the past month. You're good. <laughs> and you said um, an EMT's job is to stabilize. You arrive at the scene. It's like tourniquets, uh, uh, splints. I don't know, whatever. Like splinting, uh, bleeding control. So tourniquets. Um, Breathing for people, we actually are able to ventilating, do that. Yes. <laughs> ventilating, yes. Ventilating. Like tracheotomies, um, you ever have to punch no a hole in No tricks. Oh, okay. We have the little we mask that you put over people's faces and you squeeze the bags, are yeah. able to breathe for them until the paramedics come and can stick tubes down their throat and intubate them. Yeah, and, and the difference basically between like EMT and paramedics. So EMT, basically, we are their assistants, if you want to put it that way. We, we assist them. We're the nurses to their doctor. Right. And the paramedics spend a lot more time in school uh, to get their uh, medical license. And uh, basically, as I said, our job is to stabilize the patient to get them to the hospital in under 10 minutes, hopefully. And in that time, once we get there, the nurses and the doctors and the ER take over, and they go ahead and make sure that you're able to so, revitalize the person. So if, if, if a 911 call goes out, an EMT is a, is a responder on that? Yeah, so the EMT likely is the person driving. The, the paramedic's going to be in the passenger seat because he's got to be uh, first to oh, so so you're Or the, yeah. she. Or she. I apologize. <laughs> yes. I believe I'm Gender equality, this guy. Yeah. Yes. Dan, Dan's Marvel superpower is that he learned that he can high road you without doing anything really that heroic at all. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine harnessing the power to high road. <laughs> I thought you guys were married because I'm not racist. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> But he has a weakness. Yes. <laughs> I, I see race. <laughs> I can't stop seeing it. It's everywhere. You said you were from Kenya, right? <laughs> no, I was... No, let's... Uh, I'm basically like the last guy that deserves to say I'm Kenyan. <laughs> uh... So, well, let's get started. To that, you guys, you guys told me something. 
Um, and I want to, I want to, I want to honor your uh, your candor, and I, I'm, pr- I think people will understand this, but it's like, I mean, you guys work in human plumbing for a living. Like, you show up, and people are. People are ripped apart. People have uh, things knocked off of them. People are in various states of biological chaos, and your job is to stabilize it. What's that? Different parts of decay. Yeah. Um, And so, and so, you shared with me in the green room, like you, like you, you guys, like among yourselves, just as I think, you know, writers in writers' rooms go to some pretty dark places that don't necessarily have anything to do with the jokes that end up in the big bang theory it's like 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 you guys go to fucking dark you you circ you said you got a youtube video that was like a private link to a youtube video basically our christmas parties are who has the goriest pictures and who has the goriest stories right. yeah it, 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 it's not so much that we're like six sadistic people it's the fact that that's how we cope with it right you have right. to basically gotta... make humor out of some of I'm, I'm sorry to say somebody's darkest day or their family's darkest day because you got to be able to come home and be like i'm okay right. i'm gonna i'm gonna be okay it gives you control over it it's a very uncontrollable circumstance that you're constantly inserting your it's, it's i can see all too. this stuff all day go home and still be able to lay down and sleep at night right exactly and uh, otherwise than that i mean loving Deadpool is my favorite character. It does help, you know. Right. <laughs> you know yeah, so. Deadpool makes sense for for an EMT. Yeah, exactly. You know that that's when people are really excited to see me. I was cosplaying Deadpool this morning. Now I'm here to help you. <laughs> <laughs> so so because you guys told me. I mean, you were just. I don't know. It was like like I don't even know why I bring it up again. It was just like kind of fascinating watching your face, which like it when you were describing like you got this video and it was like this guy that got like ground up or split apart or something, and you're kind of like. I got like, like this sort of like you might as well have been talking about Arm like went architecture. This way, head was that way. Yeah, that's basically. I mean, and that's how it is. It's it's a point of why we kind of do our jobs because whether we're talking about um, yes, this video where the guy was going like 170 miles per hour on his motorcycle, and then next part in the video, well, his torso's here, his uh, head is over there. And his legs are split apart like, you know, wishbones, except in the middle are his uh, pants that are holding the two feet, so you can kind of nunchuck them, you know? <laughs> you know, and it's, it's funny to me because... That's what I'm talking about. Like, he's not a bad guy. You already know he's a good guy. But, 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 but the, uh, it's like, whoa. What, what, the, uh, what the people who are only listening to this can't see is how turned on Ptolemy is right now. <laughs> I was, I was, I had that one in the chamber, and but <laughs> I was but, like, this is gonna be the easiest fucking callback. But, but there's other, there's other days that there's good stories. So she, she actually had a really good story that happened uh, not too long ago. Um, racetrack. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm part of a race team. Um, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of Truckwalla Raceway. It's way out in Desert Center. Um, it's a private racetrack. We do private race teams. Um, not even three weeks ago, I was out there. It's usually super boring. We lay there, or we sit there, waiting for something. <laughs> that was a union rule. Yes. We lay there, we sit there. <laughs> no sleeping. The stretchers are only for the clients. <laughs> this is true. Very true. Yeah. Um, so we were just sitting there waiting. We wait for people to go down on their motorcycles or crash their cars into the different towers. 
Which is exactly what the audience is waiting for. Exactly. Right? Yeah, so we're sitting there waiting, and like most of the day, it was biker down, rider's down. Okay, rider popped back up, back on his bike, let's go. So we hear rider down, second rider down. Okay, wait, first rider's up. Oh shit, second rider's not moving. Sorry, can I say that? Yeah. yeah. So second what? rider's not moving. So. Oh he shit, just oh yeah, said you said nunchucks yeah. out yeah. of a man's life. <laughs> Like, true, true. Yeah, no, Very you can true. say anything you want. Okay. okay. So we hear second rider's not down, or second rider's not getting up. So we flip on our lights and sirens, shoot across the racetrack, um, get to him, and he's laying face down. And we're like, oh crap, okay. Well, we actually have to work today. Yay. No, it's a lot of fun. But so we. That was a heartwarming story. You were right. At first, I thought, oh, these nunchucks, that's a tough story. But he went right to the heart warmer. <laughs> I was like, she's like, oh, I get to work today. No, I, like, I kid the injured. Uh, I kid him because I love him. <laughs> Yeah, so we're like, <laughs> we're like, okay, so we rock up, he's face down or whatever. We do our normal roll him over, support his airway, support his head. Um, we start taking off his clothes. We have special leather cutters, start taking his helmet off. And as we're taking a helmet off, we notice that he's doing a weird thing we call guppy breathing. So basically it's... <gasps> it waits a <gasps> Okay. Okay, well, okay, that obviously means he's not breathing. Check pulses, no pulses. So it's just me and my partner, me and a medic. Um, just the two of us were like, crap. Okay, fire department's 15 minutes away. Helicopter's half an hour away. Okay, well, here we go. So we cut his leathers off, begin CPR, chest compressions, breathing for him. Um, the other rider that went down with them, unfortunately, had broke his arm. So he's walking up with like a flimsy elf, uh, a flimsy wrist, like, uh, guys, what do you need? I'm ski patrol, but uh, I, I can try to help. Everybody's afraid of the T-Rex. <laughs> his name was Ski Patrol? <laughs> Are they like Transformers? That's badass. <laughs> ski Patrol. Side Sidewinder. Roll out. <laughs> Wheeljack. <laughs> so anyway, so we we get we start to do these compressions on him, and we get we get to shock him, which believe it or not is a very rare thing. When someone's not has no heartbeat, we hardly ever shock them. So we got to shock him. Um, after the third shock, we feel down. He has pulses. We're like, yes, by ourselves, just two of us, no one. Probably the most rewarding thing I've had in a couple years. Um, get him to a helicopter. By the time we get him to a helicopter, he's fighting us. He's he's like fighting us is a good thing. That means you're alive again and wanting to live. Yeah, trying to. Wait, wait, trying yeah, to... Like, th throwing punches at you, like get the fuck off me. Yes. I was like, I was like, you ruined my pants. You cut my goddamn leathers off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you cut my leathers. You wouldn't be. You would be surprised. A lot of people get really upset about us cutting their clothes off, trying to save their life. Right. Is it? Is it? Is that? Is that? Is that in a fugue state or? No, are, that's do you mean just. That actually... Oh my god! You just cut my hundred dollar pair of pants. Fuck you! What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, I want that money back for that hundred dollars. I mean, obviously, the leather he had on was multi hundred dollars, and he was fighting us away. We get him in the helicopter. He's still fighting him. Like, leave me alone! Leave me alone! So that was extremely rewarding. Yeah. So <laughs> to actually leave me alone. Leave me alone. Well, the end. It was rewarding. 
think they actually make a difference for once instead of just taking the person that stubbed their toe or right. yeah. Believe it or not, no. woke up from a bad dream and is scared to be home well, alone. Well, is that so? So, right. so that brings to mind the question: like, what? Uh, there's. T- it seems to me that there's two things that would bring you to this job. One is this like altruistic thing that's like, oh my god, I love people, which is why a story like that is so much more fulfilling for you. At a, like, I got to do the thing that I want to do today, which is actually. Sp- make <laughs> which is actually do the, the, the zappy paddles and bring somebody from dead to alive and if I hadn't been there they'd be dead and now it, I feel exactly. good going if to bed would, tonight if the two of us weren't there but, then but that speaks to empathy and the other thing that makes you good at this job is the other thing we've seen which is that you're sociopaths like that you <laughs> that, that you guys can actually somehow like you can deal with that stuff without yeah. without going this Not- is a human being I can't handle looking at their innards right well, 90% of our job, honestly, is transporting um, patients from one hospital to another. That's 90% of our job. 10% is actually going code three and having to show up at a actual – going code three and showing up at an emergency. And of the that 10%, probably only another 5% of that is actually – serious injury mm-hmm. uh, to a point where this is why I love my job. This is why I do it because, yeah, we all initially – do it because we care about people or we like the job we do because, as we told you, we don't get paid almost anything. Right. I'm talking about a little bit above minimum wage. That's what? it. What? Which I was kind yeah. of shocked by. Good yeah. Um, good, for and you, good for you. It's the same thing, you know. With meaning, like, that, meaning that they're doing it is, a, a, you know. Yeah, this is not a job you go and get rich quick scheme. This do, they, is, do, do people, does America need more EMTs? We need more specifically paramedics. Mm. Um because, again, EMTs do help, but without the paramedic, because of the scope of practice, right. there are certain things we're not allowed to do, even if we're, we know how. We just If we do it, we're, we're losing our license. Because there's kind of a paramedic shortage. Yes. There, there is, and, yes. there, and because there's money to be made, therefore, by these paramedic schools, which, I mean, you correct me when I'm wrong, uh, you pay $10,000 to a – if you're an EMT, you – you pay ten thousand dollars like tuition to a school, do some schooling. There's there's barriers between you and being a paramedic that that represent you know money for yeah. schools that are now rushing people into paramedic. Yes, basically you graduate EMT school. The next week they say, hey, give us ten thousand dollars, we'll make you this paramedic. Which is scary to think because this paramedic uh, will go through two years of school roughly. And, however, if he spent no time on a rig, this guy basically has spent... Or she. This person... (laughs) This person... (laughs) This person now has has to literally uh, know how to help people without ever actually helping a person in their whole... Um, career. They might. They might not but, know that they're squeamish. Exactly. That, no, it's happened. <laughs> they, they go all the way through school. They go to their first real scene, and they're like, "I can't handle this." <laughs> and that, but that's where the EMTs come in. You have uh, EMTs like me who've been doing this for eight years that take those new medics and are able to babysit them. But you're the nurse to their doctor, and now and you're, the nurse, and you're now more qualified than them. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so, so it, it's disappointing. Trump's going to take care of this, right? Uh, he's going to—he's a business. What he'll do? He's he'll a build builder. a wall. He'll build a wall to put around the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
if he could if he could put a bigger wall between paramedic and EMT, like maybe that would well, help. I don't know. Yeah, I mean the whole thing is I get it. You know, everybody has to make their money. We have to, you know, pay to. You got to pay to be in a certain profession, no matter what profession it is. Like I, originally, I wanted to be an actor. There's still money I got to pay to go to school and do that. Um, however, point is, is just yes. Uh, it's those provisions put in the place where you have to do usually a thousand hours being an EMT before you can even become a paramedic, and that's mm -hmm. really important for the safety of uh, the population as well as the safety of us. And again, um, it's you know it's not a pity party to say that um, yeah we would like some more money and this and that, but again we do our jobs because we enjoy them. However, you know we have our bad days too. Uh, even today, unfortunately, one of my divisions, um, which guys, this is really important. I bring it up because it's sad to me, but, um, we watched it the other day and sure enough today things went wrong. Uh, when we go code three guys, pull over, please pull right. over to the left. Code please. three means lights, lights and sirens. Code three means lights and sirens because today, wait, I what does pull over to the left mean? That seems important. Pull, pull to the left side of the road. Do not pull to the right because we drive. I think you're getting that oh, backwards. Sorry, correction. Sorry. Yes. I <laughs> oh, okay. Are you Everybody sure you're not married? Sick. Park, <laughs> park perpendicularly, per perpendicular so, to the road. So guys, pull to the right, pull to the right side of the road pull because the right because we drive on the left side of the road. Right. Yeah, just like you, you see any cops or anything else, and please just double check your mirrors. Uh, unfortunately, today a uh, SUV uh, went head on with one of my uh, division's oh, rigs, no. and we had to fly out our paramedic, and they were already on a on I said code three going to a scene and unfortunately they had to be flown out to a trauma center. Oh, uh, so that also means the scene they are going to, they had to took longer for them to get there because right. they had to yeah. send a second ambulance along with an ambulance to the accident. Yeah, that's that's that, yeah, the, and the system. Right. The, uh, <laughs> you okay? I have a horrible joke. Uh, go ahead. Uh, all right. <laughs> I just don't know if you guys show pictures of that paramedic <laughs> at the party. Uh, <laughs> That's gonna be up to the paramedic. Or is that like too personal? <laughs> Understand, when we, whenever we show pictures, we make sure uh, first and foremost that uh, because of HIPAA laws and stuff, we don't state names, we don't take pictures of the person's face and stuff like that. Right. So, so any, no, nothing the, identifying. Usually it's the wreckage of the car and yeah. or. Yeah, or, or if it's a body part that's by itself, you really can't tell who that yeah. is, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> But the, uh, the... So do, you, do you ever see somebody's just dick fly off? <laughs> you should Actually, see... Yes. Actually, yes. <laughs> just their dick. Right. Okay, let's be, just clear. The dick. let's be clear. I work in Palm Springs, so... Dicks are flying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the dick mutilation capital of the world. Yeah, so... Dick injuries are very common for me. Uh, the, the, well, I'm kind of curious about your own personal injuries. Do you guys ever like, like, like if you if you are the way you are and you're and you're able to be comfortable with other people's injuries, does that make you a little bit like a super person? Like if you're working on a bandsaw and you lose your pinky, are you less dizzy? Actually, uh, knock on wood, I, I've never broken a bone in my body, and um, as far as injuries go, yeah, I. I I look at myself and I say, you know, hey, you know, pain's going to come. Things happen. But if you're telling me, yeah, if I uh, bandsaw my hand, no, I'm screaming like a little girl. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Or, or a little, little boy. <laughs> Nonstop. <laughs> I'm screaming like a baby. <laughs> but what about your kids? You had two kids, right? I have three total. Three total. So one of each. <laughs> 
Wait, I didn't even... This is true. <laughs> Wait. I'm gonna actually need to go back over that in the afterwards. But, the, the, but have, they, have, they, have, they, have your kid ever like just fallen on their face or like and just blood and everything and like? Actually, the uh, first time that I've ever had to do anything that was um, medically uh, induced help was my first uh, child. Me being the wonderful father I am, I was uh, counting change on the bed and he got a hold of a quarter when I walked out of the room, and uh, swallowed the quarter partially. And I had to do uh, back thrust and kind of the Heimlich maneuver while he's actively vomiting everywhere. And, and it was, it, that's the only thing that kept me happy is, is if he's vomiting, there's, right. there's airway. Right, right, right. So, but uh, eventually a quarter popped out before we had to go to the hospital. So Holy I was smokes. very thankful for that. And um, that's the only thing I've done I, I, so I, far. I, I, Starburns, my studio, we, we had, uh, Dino and I had lunch with... Uh, uh, our uh, C CFO, our uh, head accountant, uh, 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 pleasant Mormon fella who was uh, we had hired who had to, to 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 turn our business around for us, and and we were we were talking to him about uh uh uh, uh, uh you know uh, 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 oh we should we should get health benefits for all the, everybody, and it's so great that you're here, thank you so much, and and then he started choking on his uh, skirt steak uh, that he was eating, and Dino and I just kind of like sat there. <laughs> It was like it was like an out of body experience, but with it where you don't like I wasn't do I was looking at myself doing nothing. I, I, I was I, he, he was like, <coughs> why are you and, choking at my dinner table? Stop I that! Just, I like like I we in the seventies it seemed like there was a movement to like teach people about the Heimlich. You know there was like a big movement because it's like, like like this is like you know, it's like. It's like is there, is there anything you could just verbally impart to me when I say... Because I, I know Don't the I, general there. idea is... I know I shouldn't sit there. But, 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 but like, like, like I, I mean, I don't know. Like, like, like did he die? You never finished no, the story. Just, he stood up out of the booth. Dino and I were still sitting. <laughs> we were so slow in reacting that the bartender at Little Dom's made it all the way around the bar. <laughs> And said, are you okay, as he finally barfed up a little piece of steak onto the floor. And Dino and I were still sitting. And I, I just looked back. I was like, like, that's the day I learned I'm a fucking horrible... Like, I'm just like, 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 like I, I gotta change something, but I, I, I won't, right? Like, I'll... My so only... I, I, I don't, I don't, don't want to be... I, I was just like, I didn't, I didn't do anything. But that's like, this is the, what the Marvel Universe is, right? <laughs> Like it's a hundred percent weaknesses, but one one gender power, and that's <laughs> yeah. I have the ability to <laughs> proclaim myself feminist. That's it. <laughs> if a woman is choking, I'll just be like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> if they if they have a historical election dangled in front of them and then snatched away, I'll just be like, oh, all right, yeah. take it easy. <laughs> I, I think I told the story before, but I, I almost died on a, a corn dog at Wiener Schnitzel in high school, and, and and I was like, oh fuck it, this is how I die. I die on a fucking corn dog. Because I was trying to get a bite of the corn dog, and I bit too much, and the guy did a joke of giving me more than I wanted, so I got the whole corn dog, and I That's bit it said. off, and now I got a corn dog in my throat, and I just, I, I, I'm, and everyone just sat there, and I'm dying, and I can't breathe at all, and, I, and you can't swallow it, it's not coming back up, there's no way to get a hand on it, and my friend Brandon Moore Morgan, who we called Bam Bam, because he was just really strong. Uh, he just fucking picked me up by the ankles and fucking shook it on out. <laughs> it's like, he fucking, he got it done. 
how, how tall was Bam Bam? I, I was you by the ankles. No, no, I, I was little. I, I was like five foot four when uh, I was a fr- okay. like a freshman in high school. <laughs> oh, wow. That's and Bam Bam, like, everything. He was my best friend. Everything in my shitty Volkswagen Scirocco. My 81 Scirocco, it was, it was, I love that car, but it was a piece of garbage. And uh, everything on, on the passenger side, because Bam Bam was always in there, everything was broken. He would just close the door and the handle would come off in his hand. <laughs> All the knobs, anything that he could touch on his side was off. <laughs> so you, we, had, we had to get in and out of that side of the car like the General Lee. Like you had to fucking... <laughs> uh, all right, well, uh, Alan and Katrina, thank you so much for uh, sharing your, uh, your lives with us. Uh, you, you, so you're living together, and, and uh, there's a will they, won't they going on there, but it's not. The living situation comes down to California prices. Yeah. But it's just amazing. I was talking to you in the green room and I became kind of ashamed of myself because I'm like, you guys watching Westworld and like your answer was like, had so much to do with like, well, once a year when HBO is, is has a package for $10 less, like we said, it's like, you guys are living hand to mouth and you're, then you're showing up whenever everybody else who's like, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of fucked up. Like we should pay teachers more. We should pay cops more. We should pay EMTs more. We should pay everybody more, but <laughs> uh, like, 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 uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, Maybe we could have some Harmontown scholarship to make sure you guys make it to the paramedic level, where I'm sure it's like eight dollars an hour. Or, right. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll uh, uh, we'll, 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 we'll figure it out. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I might have right, put Rick. more into the Big Bang Theory slot machine than you guys uh, <laughs> need to like, like get up the. Yeah, there, there was a, there was a Kickstarter that happened because somebody stole your glass that that Jane made. <laughs> like, like, like we should do Kickstarters for just people that. That yeah. that don't barf when they see uh, your dick fly off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we should. We should. Uh, I mean, but, it, but, it, it, it's kind of a rough pitch, but you got you got the idea. So so everybody pull over when you when you when you for for ambulance. Pull over to the left and the right if it's uh, just. <laughs> <laughs> just do a series of just, figure eights. Even if you, even if you just at least stop, just yeah. stop. Just let us move around you, go around you, something of that nature. I'll, I'll start stopping when you start spelling words in the right direction. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Fucking spelling shit backwards. They're anticipating your backwards viewing of it. It wasn't me. Right. Um, uh, all right. Well, so, so so if you guys don't mind uh, 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 saying saying goodbye to, the, let's thank uh, uh, Katrina and uh, Alan. <laughs> Uh, if you go back in the in the in the holding tank, I'm not very good at running the show. Oh, that was great. Because there's more people I wanted to meet. Is I, uh, I can't believe we missed 9/11 when we had EMTs yeah, out here. That was sad. That would have been. I so- saw it. I saw it. But you, you saw it. You yeah. son of a bitch. Oh yeah. Bitch. You just issued that much restraint. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe explain 9/11. That was Speaking, a missed opportunity. He'll be fine. Speaking of 9/11, you know, I tra- <laughs> I was at the La- the Las Vegas airport today, and the uh, TSA like slowed to a crawl and like detained Cody and I, and like I was getting so cranky, and like I was I- I'm gonna miss the show, and I'm so pissed. Fucking TSA, fuck the TSA, these fucking assholes. Like look at them, like like blah blah blah. Uh, but it, it turns out, like, like we were slowed down because both Cody and I were carrying knives <laughs> <laughs> from Death Valley. That I bought, I bought, I bought, I, I bought at a store a knife that said Cody and a knife that said Dan, and we had them in our luggage, and they got both of us. And, and I was like, we had flown 
from Los Angeles to Las Vegas with those knives. So congratulations, Las Vegas TSA. I, I like you went from being my least favorite people to because I don't want to be on a plane w- w- if you can get on there with a knife. I didn't know I had the knife. I had fucking knives. Anyways, wait, did, did, did you lose them? Did you have to surrender your knives? Yeah, we had to throw them away. Yeah, oh. I mean they're ten dollar knives, but you can no, you can, but I mean, come on. It's all yeah. terrible. The, I, ni- the knives were ten bucks at a gift store, and you know, I don't know. I just like like we were late for our. We weren't late, but I'm lazy. I don't want to fill out a form. Then you get like junk mail. I'm sure from the TSA. They're like, hey, ask about our condo deals. <laughs> what, what what were you gonna say? You. Uh huh. Um, and, and then they wouldn't let me fly with it. It was this big and it had a wolf on it. It was really cute. Uh, but you, but you can if it's precious, you can have I, it mailed. I, I spent my last twelve dollars oh, getting shit. it mailed to myself. Well, here, wait. This I can solve. <laughs> wait, you would. I was in Vegas. You, 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 you're gonna pay her for the night, but you're not gonna pay the EMTs that can't afford well, HBO. <laughs> I don't have ten thousand dollars in my pocket. I have no. You could have you, you could have bought them an HBO for, uh, subscription. Oh, that's true. Well, this is for them. Okay, a hundred dollars. I'll pretend I have spent a big bang. Who else is in hard times right now? Dan Tan and not money. Anybody? <laughs> we should really have an ATM here. Uh, I spent my last one twenty. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, wait. I, t- I, 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 I wait, wait, there's other people I wanted to. It, it, uh, oh yeah, no, yeah. Now he's got guests to bring out. Yeah. Wait, is the is the is the guy who is the guy that was tweeting the is the, uh, he's here? I the, saw him put up a sign towards the front of the stage. All right, hum, human party guy. Yes. Where, okay. Do you, uh, come on, come on up. Human party, stranger. You are, yeah, hello. This is on purpose. This is strategic. Oh, thank you. Okay, there's a gentleman in a kilt and a t-shirt handing out gifts. This is a Las Vegas flask. Please tell him how attractive I am to the listeners. Just hot as a goddamn pistol. He's got all sorts of labels on his back. You're handing me a vape? Is this weed? Yeah. This is some sort of... uh, I was going to give it to Dan, but I want to give it to you. What's your name, sir? My name's John Roswell. John Roswell? No. And what did you bring for me? Bring you my luckiest twenty. What? Mm-hmm. But then I was gonna no, give you that. Give, give, give right. Spencer because he's. Uh, no, no, no. I'm fine. No, no. no I, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a real vapey weedy type. You can right, use it better than me. Later, I guess, right? All right. No, I, I still want it. If, if, you're, if you're not giving it to Spencer. Away from you, and nobody's gonna know a thing. All right, are you about to sell us real estate or what's happening here? (laughs) (laughs) He's got a kilt on. (laughs) Well, grab a mic. Yeah, yes, eat the mic, eat the mic. Yeah, so you might crush my dream tonight. So before anything happens. Uh, which camera's on? Just the red light, look at the red light, baby. I love you. Love you so much. My beautiful wife Heather got me here, and my son D'Artagnan. This is for you. Maybe uh, are you right. are you in the agency with his dad? No, you you can go. This is gonna get weird. So it's you... already weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 took, 
Trump just missed my guests. Uh, no, Dan, I even have props, but we'll see if we get to that. All right. The poster that was brought up. Right. So, how do you want me to do this, Dan? Well, I mean, I'll. I feel I'll like you're prepared, right? What's yeah. that? You seem very prepared yeah, for what's about to happen. It, okay, well, let me. So I this give is. The backstory, do you want to sit or do you want to stalk the stage like a panther the whole time? <laughs> oh my God! All right, all right. Oh, I've never done anything like this before in my life. I would give you all. There's about a 50-50 chance I throw up on you people. Okay. Sure. I've never been on stage. I've never. I never, didn't do drama. I don't have a script I'm trying to sell. I'm not a it's failed good. actor. I live in Washington. Uh, getting here was insane. I flew just for this because oh, you finally told me, give it a shot. I'll see you, Dan. And, oh, hold on. I've got, hold on. <laughs> oh, and, and I'm going to start a Kickstarter, and this shirt is going to be on there. It's very important to what I'm doing. All right. Because the basically, shirt? my point is we're all We still need the mic, though. <laughs> I'll get the mic back. I promise. Let's just tear the show too. All right. Yeah, this here we go. is for you. Okay. This, this show has become. This is my a, character. Uh, a, uh, it's become a Charles Manson's Shark Tank. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I'm proposing is Kool-Aid. I'll eat this one. That's a good one. I like that. Let me see. I've been sitting back there nervously. I love this show, and I've never hated a show more than this one. How do I follow those guys? Oh, well, Jesus not by Christ. insulting the show traditionally. But. <laughs> No, the show is beautiful. You're beautiful. I love you for how you show us all your soul, and we see how wonderful a person you are. I love him for his logic. Thank I love you. Your, I love you for keeping shit going. Fuck yeah. And everybody that knows me, everybody at home that knows me is now saying, fuck, he's doing the seven to one rule. And sorry, guys. What I can't is the seven stop. to one rule? Oh, oh shit. It's not Where even on subject. Start? Jesus Christ. All right, so well, no, the seven to one rule Jesus is basically um, is a management thing where you're supposed to give people seven compliments oh. to one negative. Okay. Oh, here comes the one. <laughs> I'm saying that. For, I threw that in earlier. We already got the one. The yeah, he's, he, he let off with the one. Yeah, yeah. He's making All right. Like, so there's more people seven. up here. You can add me to the seven. No, you got like a I, whole seven. I was hoping I was hoping for a no guest night. I really was. I bet. <laughs> wow. I was not I was not uncomfortable until oh. just now. <laughs> already I was like, thank God I'm still here. The yeah. paramedics leave and I'm like, oh Dan still wants me on stage. Like, no, the paramedics are the lucky ones. Yep. Oh yeah. I'm sitting over there and I'm just going, oh my god, 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 my dream is dying. Oh my God! They're EMTs, by the way. Do you want me to go? No, no. I, I will go. You. I love you. I love your show. Okay. But he's right. Nobody cares about you on the show. But I love your show. <laughs> that's that's just a carryover from him. Well, that's okay. I right. still have my slab wife. Yeah. yeah. You, you called her that, not me. Who's <laughs> calling her slab lady? No, I. No. You call her slab lady. Said that people, he said he heard it. People, people that's like it. you learned that from Trump. There's like he people call her it. slab lady. I've heard, I've and that's the same. Why would they call her that? She didn't like laying on slabs all the time. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. That you, I distracted. You're right. There should not have been a guest. No, 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 no. You. <laughs> you went to my dream. 
My dream is doing this as you go. <laughs> no, no, right that's now, true. My dream you is dying. hours traveling here, it sounds. Oh, and my God. My bus way, broke down on the way to the airport. The number of times you probably went through this show on the journey, right? like, over and over, and Sitting none of people them. on the plane going like this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my fucking God. Gonna say oh, my God. People are going to say this, and not one of them had this guy in yeah. your dream. Oh, yeah. He announces you, and I love your show, and I'm like, fuck. Fuck God that guy. Damn it. And he said, you said the story about 20 minutes ago, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, great. And then he brings paramedics out, and I'm like, I can't compete with paramedics. EMT, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Well, right. so, well what, what? Let's, let's, let's get into it. So, yes. All right, let's, you want to get into it? Well, yes. yes. All right, all right. What, what, how did this come about then? What qualified well, John? Well, John started John, oh, John, so, John? So in case John. anyone else is also <laughs> interested in this kind of thing, you could just tweet at us. No, don't say that. And don't say that. Say this is what happened, so he tweeted at us. <laughs> And now he's here. Right. I don't know. He tweeted, and I would say the adverb, hopefully it's not an offensive adverb, incessantly. You tweeted incessantly. Oh, I need something heavy. You got a drink? You can't hold it in. Don't touch it. You'll never Oh, yeah. Put it in front of him. He's not necessary. Careful with that. He's like a dead body in the back of one of his scenes, right there. Needlessly hostile. I'm on the edge of my fucking seat right now. I have no idea. I have no idea what on earth is happening. All right. He's a crazy person. He's going to kill all of us. All right. This is only... Oh, no. I fuck your dreams. I fuck your dreams. Just like Where's my list of things I need from Dan at the end? I think like that's a mind map. I like it. Yeah, that's that, well, I had to Sorry. All right. I'm sorry. So sick. Okay, the first thing everybody has to remember. Okay. Human party on Facebook. Human party on Facebook. I'm starting a Great. new political party. Okay, uh, so a third, a political third party. Yes, it, go ahead. Oh, that's just central you know, to your. Me apart. That's central to your platform. Is it needs to be a third party? Yes. Okay, continue. That's all. All right. These are the things we're going to go do. Oh, my God. I've been sitting over there, and now it's all gone, Dan. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Good, well. All right. What I need... Here is my goal, Dan. Is I'm, These are the things we're going to do. These are the, the platform I've given him because he and I are discussing it seriously. But here's the key for you. Is we live in a culture of personality. We have for a long time. Even before Trump. My friends have been sick of hearing about it for 20 years. 20 years I've been a socialist Democrat. I believe these things. I am really doing this because, you know, my son is 17 and I would say he's ashamed of me. He's known my entire life that I've wanted to fix this Please keep country. on talking for another 20 minutes. Yes. I love that guy. I, I love that, that's D'Artagnan. It won't happen. No, it won't that's happen. D'Artagnan. No, D'Artagnan's not here. So, I, don't, I don't know what that's accomplishing, by the way. I don't so, uh, yeah, and I don't want to bore you guys, and I'm sorry, Dan. Uh, Dan just was kind of questioning whether this was serious because I sounded like a dork. Uh, you know, he's like, what's this going to be? It is serious. Here's what I need you for, Dan, is <laughs> I am going to tell stars. I'm going to start Twitter wars with stars. You were my first domino. Wait, you Twitter proved my concept. Wait, Twitter wars? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's explore that. Okay. What do these Twitter wars do? Okay. What? So we live in a world of Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Trump proved it. Sure. Um, I think stars are part of the problem. The ultra liberal stars think that something's being accomplished by them getting likes on their tweets. 
or by them throwing a dinner for someone. Sure. And I've got a list of 20 stars, I think I handed it to you, that, that, it's okay, it's okay. Don't, 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 don't. I know, I'm sorry guys, I'm sorry. Again, this might pay off with throw up everywhere, okay? Oh, it'll pay off. Um, no, don't do it, don't. Oh, oh it's too early, oh no. All right, number one, voting holiday election reform. But number first, two. No, go back to the Twitter ones. So anyway, one of the problems you're solving up here is your son being embarrassed or uh, hating you. What was yeah. that? No, no. Okay, you ready? Well, no. I also want to. I also We're fixing want, that tonight. I want socialist Democrats. I want to fix the world. My son has just heard about this for his entire life. And sure. You know, and it's like I said, I had to get a normal job. I work a union job. I work check to check, just Number like everybody. Number two. Number two. You know what? I gave you the pin, right? Just, oh my God. All right. Hey, if they gave awards for controllers, you would get it. So, I need... All right. So, what are, so the, what are the Twitter wars? Okay. Spencer. They're supposed to energize these celebrities by shaming them? Here it is. Them? Here it is. Shame and hope. Yes, here it is. And it, <laughs> Two great tastes that go great together. The yes. of a... Through shame and hope. Absolutely. I love you. Uh, got hope in I my shame. You. you got shame in my hope. Hey, this is delicious. Here. You're getting too. You're getting. Uh, <laughs> Just hiding because you're. I need him for my music. Kids. No, no, you're. You're he'll wielding be fine. an implement. It's like. Oh if no, you Crispin can't go. Glover and number Kevin one's Klein the most had a child. Go back to number one. So, <laughs> all right, we really gotta get through. All right, first. I'll try. Yeah, we, we don't have get to get through it. the list. The no. most important thing is the first thing, everybody. Um, cult of Trump was elected. Well, cult of personality. I need your help with. Maybe we can talk so I don't bore. Trump's shit out more of popular than Dan. No, no, it's fine. What, it's, okay. what the problem is, is these stars need to either put up or shut the fuck up. Right. I'm going to go with these people. Bill Maher's our next shot. Number five! No! No! <laughs> so, um, no, no, no. Oh, number no, one's, no. Number oh, one's the no. important one. We just need number one. Just number one. Okay, so the key is, everybody remember, you're going to hear it all the time. Only 26% of the people elected Trump. 26%. Right. 47% of the motherfuckers all stayed home. And just don't care, but then they bitch every day. Sure. I'm afraid to ask for, uh, you know, an audience so participation of who didn't vote. I'll uh, be the right, audience right participation. Yeah, all right. Go, go, blame here we go. Before you here we go. Here we go. What we're going to do, first thing, I'm going to get all these stars to run on this. All right. We got to get through this. No, we don't have to get through them all. No, we need to. No, we don't. I need us to get through this. No, we can't. They will. No, they don't. No, we're it. making it happen. Until right. you stop making it happen, we gotta keep it going. I fucking love you. Just okay? keep it going. I love you. you I just need you to say more words on the subject. Oh, you want? Okay, I feel like I. All right, we can't jump around. All right. All right, America works. It's gonna solve all the problems. We're gonna get free college, and people right. are gonna fix things. But we can't go there. Okay. At this point, I think we have some ideas. Of your platforms. You're a third party. You're coming. You're gonna fix everything through the cultural person. And then everyone will love it. Love it. Right. So there's this, you know, this South Park sketch. These underpants gnomes. They're like step one, collect underpants. Step two, step three, profit. That's the problem I'm having here. The step two involves 
themselves, create a third party, infiltrate the two-party system, yeah. which, which, by the way, the two parties control the electoral system and the, the voting system. So if you wanted to make voter change, uh, you'd actually have to, about, yeah. you'd have to join the parties because those are the people who vote on the voting laws. So you literally could not affect voting reform if you were a third party. You'd have to join the Republicans and the Democrats and get both of those parties to change their voting. And you'd need to do that before you can have a viable third party in the first place. So I feel like even all your policies are what I'd consider standard social policies that are very helpful and very good. But they're good, yeah. But they're not going... I agree. But you can't... But without this first step, you can't enact any of that. And that's... That's like asking, like, that's like saying, okay, I got this plan, delivery stuff, all I have to do is fly, and then I could deliver all these packages. It'll be easy. But that's really hard, and that, in, in our Twitter interaction, and today, there has been not, it's been completely glossed over in a way that I think we have to, uh, you know, come to terms with before we can really go forward, because I think we can all agree that it's important to make the world better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got my hand up. Um, and you're 100% right. Except, yes, no, I am. Except, <laughs> except it, it can be done through the Senate if I can get four to six seats. And if some of those seats are famous people. 46 Congress No, 426, right? 426, 426. Right. So let's say six seats. 426 seats? seats? <laughs> <laughs> you're on the ball. That was better than you guys reacted to. <laughs> Good job, Jeff. Good job, uh, okay. Jeff. Okay. This is what I'm counting on. Is <laughs> if I message. can get some people involved that can make some noise that will be listened to, sadly just because they're stars, we will be able to disrupt the Senate because the Senate's the key. What Bernie did wrong, and I love Bernie and I hate Bernie. He took my plan and ruined it. You can't do it, you're right. You're right about you can't do it on a presidential basis. But the Senate is a place, because of the way the Senate works, four to six seats could stop everything till we get that. So how many votes does it take to get one seat? Like, how many people would it take to vote a Senate seat? Now, this is the great part. It has to happen on 2018. I think you got this whole room, first of all. These people are all... I don't think so. I think oh. they just want me to shut the fuck up. So oh, you got that? You like, got that from them? Yeah. I think... But it's not going to happen until he says so, because... Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to say so. It's not evening at the Apollo. I'm not going to have like somebody sweep you off the stage. I, and I'm not going to go through this whole thing. This has been a long show. And if crazy people weren't allowed on the stage, where would we stop? Right. You know, like, right. Like, where would we stop enforcing that rule? Right. I, 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 li I like people think, like, like, I yeah, think... Yeah, we got to be thinking about this stuff. Well, Dan... Yeah, exactly. I'd rather have these conversations than not have right. them. So, so, anyways, why, why, am I getting, why am I justifying myself to you? Keep telling us your political plan. <laughs> okay, well, let's concentrate on the important part that he's yes, bringing up. Yes, it's very important. Because this is what we've been fighting about, him and I. Uh, right. You're one of the people, Dan, that I, I can't say to you because I love you too much, but you're at, we're at the point, you hate what's going on as much as me, where it's time for people in your position to put up or shut up to either get the fuck out of it or get into it. And all I'm gonna be telling people on my list is work part-time for a couple years. You can still tour, you can still do shit, and you can still be a senator. You can do it and they will listen to you. You want me to be a senator? No, 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 no. Okay. You want, okay. He wants Natalie Portman to be a senator. No, no, no. Dan? He wants Natalie Portman to be a senator or something. something oh, and like he's that. using me to get to Natalie Portman. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you're, you're, I, no, I don't think you can get me to Natalie Didn't you Portman. see the bubble chart? Right, no, no, the no, last you're using page? me to get to uh, I'm using Will you to... Wheaton and Will Wheaton. Oh, wait, here we go. Hold on. 
I, I for yeah. one, I, this is how. Hey, Dan, I don't yeah, know. See, I'm, this came out way I'm too using early. you for Ackerman, Proops, Paul F. Tom. You're gonna use. You're gonna, you're gonna build from me to Ackerman? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you just said you're not gonna kick me. I'm not gonna drawn into this. Uh, but that almost did it. Ackerman. Now, Senator Ackerman, you have the floor. Now. Sorry, Ackerman's on tour right now. No. He committed 20%. Would Senator Natalie Portman please keep it down for a moment? <laughs> Thank you. Now, Dan, I, I just, I, I have dreams you could get me to Clooney, but I just didn't want to jump too far. Okay? Right, I, but, okay, so, but I, okay. I, I, I've been in this situation before where people, yeah, yeah, well, so you're, I mean, you know, you know that I know insulting. that, and I'm not, saying throw a, I'm not saying throw a holiday party, invite me so I, I can bore them. I don't think he knows. You should explain that, because maybe yeah. well, people don't understand. Well, of course it's insulting. Like, it's a very, you know, like, like look, I'd be the, well, it would be very hypocritical of me to decry narcissism, uh, but you clearly... That's the way the world works. You have this agenda. You don't care about, you know, you, like, 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 you, I, I, like, you, I, I have this pulpit. You have an opportunity to connect with these people. I've given you their time. And you're, you're, wait, all we've heard so far is that, is that you're hoping to get as many famous people as possible to build up to something. Yeah, like, I'm just afraid we, this will bore them. But go and, ahead. and you're also like it seems a little bit like you've learned oh. you've learned what to do by watching Trump. Oh my <laughs> right. god, I had this and this drives me crazy. I've been telling my friends and they all know because they've listened to this for so many years. And I was so worried. I said, you know what everybody's gonna say, baby, is they're all gonna say I'm reacting to Trump. Right. No, I had the, I decided to run. Well, no, I think it's good to react to Trump. But no, I don't he think you just should overreact to Trump. I just don't think you should emulate him necessarily. And it's, I wish it wasn't the case, but our society is a cult of personality. And, and you know it as well as anybody. But, you, but, you, but maybe that's the problem. Maybe. It's the problem, but it's going to get used one more time. Okay, here's my analogy I tell my friends. The cult of personality is a loaded gun in the middle of the table. Sure. The Democrats are on one side. The Republicans are on the other side. They are going to use that loaded gun in 2018. Remind me why it has to be 2018. Because we got to flip the Senate. What? We got to flip the Senate. Okay. Wait. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. Here's now. I think what you happen is this is a big conversation because we are in this post fact world, and it's like Democrats have to decide: are we going to be post truth or are we going to be truth truth? And so I think what you're talking about is valuable. But I would say that my trepidation is that Republicans and the GOP are bathed in lies and they're bathed in dishonesty and that's that's their wheelhouse so the idea that we're going to be able to fight on that level strikes me as kind of i don't know it's just because we're we're noobs and they're like you know they're the mob kind of yeah, it just that, seems that, like well, a that, hard yeah, it's, it's unfair we have the truth on our side so like we could bring that to bear but like i don't know that playing their tricks is like and i, I that's a question i've had with myself because it might be that that's the answer but i i, I feel like we've lost it seems before hard. we fought them if we look right, at their exactly. tactics yeah, and go like you exactly. know what they did that made them win right. they got on twitter and they 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 tweeted racist memes that weren't it's like 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 like, like but that and, and in my personal opinion that's the problem with the bipartisan system is that the democrats have already become that they always every 4 years they always go oh you know what the republicans did I, anyways, but 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 like like it's a, you're wearing a kilt. You, I, I say we just. I say we wrap. I say you guys. This was a strategic. We, we wrap it out. I think we have to wrap this. Oh show. damn it! You got to yeah. fucking wrap. Well, it's a, well. Did, I mean, yeah. yeah. Let's. Let, 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 what? So you drove from Washington, or you flew from Washington? Yeah. Okay. So. What was the what did the plane ticket cost? Maybe we. No 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 no. <laughs> no no. I mean it was too much for me, but no no. 
What I want, right. what I need from this is I've gotten, I've gotten exposure. If people would just go to the Human Party on Facebook, there's more about it. It's, the Human it's Party real. on Facebook. Yeah, I, I, okay. So it's, it, it's, it's a real thing, and I guess. Aren't you, I, aren't you, John, worried though about Natalie Portman's very no, notable stance on uh, uh, the state of Israel? She loves it. Uh, you know, like, and her, and her, oh, she's Israeli. She can't like, get her, her, hawkish, her hawkish foreign policy. <laughs> Yeah, but she's a stepping stone to, oh, yeah, to like Amy she... Adams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck humanity. It's all just a fucking carnival. To I you, wish you it was mad the case. The thing, that, the, thing, the thing that has me most, Dan, is that I've known you for many years, and I didn't know you could get me to Ackerman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no, you... I mean, not in one step. Not in one step. I'm sure not in one step. No, he's got to yeah. go through. He'll probably go through one of the engineers yeah, or something. He's, he's got to go through the Scalar brothers. You know. <laughs> yep. Okay, the reason all this is this way is because these people, your audience, they love to support crowdfunding. The only way I can do this is through crowdfunding. Right. I've seen dreams happen on your show through crowdfunding. And... I will never Wait, compete by, with money. I oh, can no, only okay, do yeah. this if my crowdfund hits. Otherwise, I have to go back to my normal job. What I, do you call it? What's, what, what are we going to? What's the site? It's not ready yet, because they say to be ready first. Okay, now, here's your problem. No, they say to be ready first, and they're going to go to the human party, uh, and then I'm going to have the date set. Right. And, and then th and that's so that I'm driving to the human party, setting the date. They say you need to have your money lined up before you start your crowdfund. Yeah. So you're not supposed to start too early. Okay. Damn it. What? I'm, I love on, you I'm, so on, much. I'm on your side. All right. We're all on your side. <laughs> so so the thing I'm is I'm actually not on <laughs> your side. I'm like the devil that showed up to destroy your dreams. Uh, and I am I, I, I'm gonna keep talking because that's horrible. But I do think that you don't like something that's called the cult of personality. No. It's a fact of life. Yeah, right. you don't like it, but you're using it. Like what, It's the loaded gun, no. and they're going to use it if we don't. But that oh, they is used it. what we're no, looking for. It worse than 2018. But what we're looking for as a humankind is an answer to problems, not using well, the problems. Five. That five list, that's the, that's the answer. It's that five list. Yeah, but, but this Twitter war right. of yours. <laughs> you're, uh, <laughs> yep. Believe me, I, I, I also have something I called read, telephone terrorism. I read every item on this. <laughs> I, I feel like you're using poison. I am. For health. I am. And I, I don't, okay. Okay, I'll riff a pitch. Okay. Like putting my money where my mouth is. What if we were able to use the, Holy the, fuck. the, the, the current bipartisan system, we were able to start locally, create, oh. you know, like, 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 like do like uh, 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 community stuff, call ourselves Democrats, but like, <sighs> Like we're we're blue shield Democrats. Oh, we're leftists. We're like we're Bernie log Sanders. cabin Democrats. You know, we're 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 people that actually care about like like we, we, we you know blah blah blah. And we right. we uh, we give interest free loans to to, to people. Uh, we should call it like something that everyone can access, like the Human Party. Or <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll pitch that next episode. But but I, it's good. That I thought he was just gonna guy, it was gonna be a guy in a kilt that gave us drugs. I didn't know it was gonna fucking go. <laughs> well, okay. That, yeah, you didn't because know he was gonna I give have... us the keys to Ackerman. 
Ackerman. Ackerman. <laughs> what about proofs? I don't even know if it you doesn't do proofs. It doesn't look like I'm directly, like I get you to Ackerman. Oh, contacts. Okay. Proof. As goes Ackerman, Paula so goes Tompkins the country. Okay. No, okay, see, and I'm starting small because I have very little confidence in myself. I don't think I can get Clooney yet. Right. No, I know. I'm very, and very I, insulted by all of no. this. Yes. Oh. I've, I know. I've got, I get it. Well, who should I have mentioned? Because that's no. my problem. Dan Herman. No, you should have. No, Dan, can't, Dan has to be behind the scenes. Dan has to be the man. No, He's you, the heart. Dan, you don't want to run, right? No, I don't. I, I, no, I, he I, doesn't. I, right, right now, I want to run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hide. I want to I duck. I want to cover. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna. But it's, I, it's it's ten o'clock. But I I, I I do like I don't want you to be mocked and ridiculed. And, no, and, no, no, and I don't want okay. you to be deflated. I think that I think that I think that I'm fucking crazy right now. Like like I feel like there's Nazis taking over the yeah. Uh, so let's White do House. something like, about I'm, it. I'm, I'm alarmed about it. I don't I don't I don't I don't. I, the, the stuff that I'm seeing written on your giant pads, I, everything I've seen, I don't see. This is the key. I don't see anything that I disagree with. I this do. will change we everything. We definitely need to uh, uh, election reform. We definitely need to This will blah, change blah, blah, it all. Stuff. But, but I also agree with Spencer that like we have to think strategically. Even four to six si- to, Senate seats is a yeah. huge accomplishment. And it will yeah. stop everything if there are people well, that to get listened If they are listened to, <laughs> if there are people that are listened to, stars, sadly, it will happen. People will watch C-SPAN to see what know. happens. When, we, when we're on the floor, they will w- stop to watch. If they see that, oh, my God. You got a guy from Westworld. You could ask him. <laughs> right. Do you want to run? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Within three years, if you start with a friendship with him, Anthony Hopkins. Oh. Well, you, you could quickly be in a war with Anthony Hopkins. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's no. hear for John Roswell, everybody. John Roswell. Go to Human Party. Oh, Human Party. Human Party on Facebook. Human Party on Facebook. Thank you, John. We love you. John. And you know who got bumped? Miranda Harmon, who was here, uh, remember her from many, oh, many episodes no. ago. Oh, no, it's really bad. You got bumped. Oh, that's there you are. Yeah. How are you? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Jane uh, texted that you were here. Uh, remember Miranda Harmon? No relation. She uh, she made this amazing. Where can people see that comic that you made about coming to Harmon? Come get a mic real quick, Miranda. Come up on stage yeah. for us. Miranda, everybody. Harmon Town success story. <laughs> so my website is MirandaHarman.com and Harmontown the comic is on there and I have I have copies of the zines for you guys oh shit that's great and, yeah. and when we met you know you were an aspiring artist right yeah. you wanted to you and guess, about... guess what what I'm a cartoonist now yeah. Yeah. one dream at a time yeah. uh but and, and you know our show didn't make that possible. Your 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 talent did, right? Like, it helps. Yeah. I mean, well, that that comic. Um, it turns out a lot of people listen to Harmontown. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Tell tell that to John Rossfeld. <laughs> <laughs> who I thinks mean, that? Who thinks that only you know if enough? Yeah. Oh, whatever. I just, <laughs> no, Nat, I you know I got I got Natalie Portman on speed dial. That's that's the joke's on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can get you Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when the fappening happened? I had to change my iCloud password because because of of of, of Cameron Diaz. That's a true one story. degree of separation. 
I appeared on Harmontown with Steve Agee, who appeared alongside Kevin Bacon and Super, I think. <laughs> Anyways. Wow, that's fast. So, yeah. so, what, so, are you living in L.A. now? Where are you? No, I still live in Florida, but I'm moving here, like, within the month. All right. What's your, uh, what's your cartoon? What is your cartoon that you are a cartoonist? Oh no no no! I'm I'm just I'm a I'm a comic artist. Like I make comics for. Oh, oh awesome! Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I mean. Uh, yeah. You working for other people or have you? Not yet. Okay. So um, you just, yeah. yeah. Great. Your 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 cocoon has been breached. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm actually here because I I'm like tabling at a at a comics convention. That's why. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Signing, signing some stuff. Well, get plug, your portfolio out can, there. can you plug something for us so we can find it? Like, can you say oh, that yeah. to, to the fans? Um, just like MirandaHarman.com. That's me. All right. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen a little uh, on Instagram today, that, that, or maybe Facebook, that Jane may have posted of one of your little uh, Harmontown comics. It's uh, very, very Jane's cute. Jane's been very sweet about it. Yeah. Yeah. Jane's a sweetie. <laughs> yeah. Jane's do it. Jane's the official like like she's like. Like coordinating all of the fandom on Facebook, yeah, and there was, well, no, there was a guy yeah. that was like, it was like, like, you know, having suicidal ideology, and then like he was off the grid, and then like, like Jane, like I'm hearing this all third hand because I can't get, I can't get involved. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm too busy running for Senate. Like, the, 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 <laughs> But but the, the, but 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 yeah, Jane. Just props to Jane. I mean, Jane's like Jane's like out there like uh, coordinating and. I don't know. Just like there's a little family that's like ancillarily related to Harmontown that doesn't even have to have to do with whether I'm a good or a bad person. You know? It's like, it's like, it's like oh, we all like Cheetos and we're good people. Like, Cheetos doesn't have to be good for you. <laughs> I like that. You know, it doesn't have to be a, I don't, I don't, I don't have to, if I, if I, if I joined that Facebook group, for instance, within two weeks, it would like be decimated because I'd be like, man, jerked off and I mad at, still mad about season four and everybody'd be like, I don't like this. It feels toxic. I'm like, yeah, I like that there could be a little, that, that the maypole doesn't have to be me. Yeah. I mean, I, when I, I respond to that. <laughs> I made that comic like a year ago and, and I didn't really know about that and Jane like immediately like reached out to me and she was like super sweet and she wrote me this very nice message I still like think about she's very um and she got me like into that like I didn't I didn't know I didn't know because when I when I was like when Harmontown was like my lifeline like years ago like I it really felt like there were only like a few of us listening I didn't right. realize there were so many people who listened to the show weren't right. you kind of down when we met you I mean this is like yeah yeah you I was like super I was like we asked you like, does someone out there going through any pain, and you, uh, you, you, you laid some heavy stuff on us. Yeah, you didn't disappoint. You were right. <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah, I was super depressed, I, and I, 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 I mean, which was neat. We loved it. <laughs> but, but that's a very, by like, my memory, that's like a paramedic thing for emotion. <laughs> it's like, oh, look how horrible I she's. I an emotional EMT. I, I have like this. Yeah, you share pictures. But yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that's it's it's wonderful to see you. I don't, to, but I don't. I also don't want to worship at the altar of like I, too many people in our audience. So, like that's that's the story we hear over and over again. It's like that that thing of like, 
smiling and being happy and, and clean and bright and shiny doesn't make you a good person. It doesn't mean that your life is on the right track, but it's also at the same time, it's nice to see somebody like that was down in the roller coaster be, be up on it. I don't know. I'm drunk and the show's no, over. Right now. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, so go to MirandaHarmon.com, then go to fa- Facebook, uh, Harmon, uh, Harmon, Harmon Party. Harmon Party. Harmon Party. Harmon Party. Uh, uh, type in the special code Ackerman for a... Uh, a free, a free t-shirts. <laughs> See you next time, everybody. Thanks for coming to Harmon. See you next week. Katrina, our EMTs extraordinaire, John Roswell, right? Rossfeld. All right, everybody. Drive fast, take chances, pull over to the left when you see those sirens. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 